Hello, Club Culture family. If you're on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. And if you're on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in and make sure you leave us a rating. We have a, another episode for you all with a special guest. We got Turk on the couch with us today. What up, what Turk up, what from up, Cash though? Money. <laughs> nah, I ain't from Cash Money. <laughs> what up, though? How y'all doing? Yeah, we got Turk from the, the Neighborhood Spit, Spit. Podcast. Yeah, so we got a new potter on the pot, on the uh, couch with us today, so it should be a fun episode just to chat about how hard it is to podcast. It's so strenuous of a job, so we're going to talk about it. And we got Jonesy on the couch. We are here. We got Jay in the back. Yo. And, you know, we got Big Sexy T. Sexy T, who you want to be? <laughs> now, Turk, before we jump into anything... We got a game that we play on uh, with guests on the pod called Weird or Naw. Now, you say you watch the pod, so I'm sure you know a little bit about the game. But yeah. for anybody that's new to the podcast, Weird or Naw is we're going to give Turk a headline, and he lets us know if he thinks it's weird or naw, and he gets only one sentence to explain why. Straight into it. Yeah. Go ahead, Jonesy. Start us off. Okay. Man reportedly sues Dunkin' Donuts after exploding, exploding toilet leaves him covered in poop. Weird or nah? Nah, I don't think it's weird. Why? Because I get that bag too, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I guess it's weird that the toilet exploded, but as far as him suing, I don't think that's weird. Would you Would you willingly get pooped on for money? (laughs) (laughs) Willingly get pooped on for money? Willingly. Somebody bring you a bag. It could be whatever person you want it to be. Nah, I'm not into that. You could even pick <laughs> okay. Uh says he just signed a new label deal potentially worth a hundred million dollars. Is that weird or no? That's weird as hell. <laughs> Why? Because he's irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? I I, I I don't see how he can get that bag. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. <laughs> that that <laughs> threw me off too. I'm like, Ja Rule hundred M's? Right. Fifty believable. Right, you know what hundred? Uh, Come on, bro. Ja, you pushing it. Nah. I love McConan responds to Kid Cudi's explanation of why he wore a dress. In quotations, men don't need to wear dresses to express themselves, and this is coming from the one who started this gay shit. Is that weird or not? Nah. Why? <laughs> I kind of agree with kind of what he said, you know what I'm saying, essentially. Okay. Uh, for the first time in a long time, Chicago saw a dramatic decrease in murders. Last year, dropping 16% and only 2,400 shootings last year compared to 2,800 in 2022. Is that weird or wrong? Yeah, that is kind of weird. It's, the reason it's weird is because I, I didn't hear about it. This is my first time hearing that stat. That's kind of crazy to me. Okay. You think they want to highlight that one. Right, exactly. Chicago man arrested after he allegedly fired 80 rounds into the air to welcome 2024. He reportedly used three guns and is also accused of having $13,000 worth of meth in his pocket. Is that weird or nah? Yeah, that's some weird shit. Why? <laughs> you say he had what in his pocket? $13,000 worth of meth. That's the weird part. Like, why is that man carrying so much meth around, man? Like, he out here trapping, man. He the meth man. <laughs> A nigga that's firing 80 rounds exactly. to the air. Gotta be that's weird. That's not smart. <laughs> Uh, a new uh, Louisiana law bans transgender people under 18 from receiving health care in the state, meaning puberty blockers, hormone drugs, and surgery for minors. Is that weird or not? 
No. Why? Because they're not. I feel like only a adult should be able to make that call. So okay, I can understand that. So you're an adult when you turn 18. What's an adult? Essentially, okay. Whenever they tell us what we can, because <laughs> what was 18 is a, a, an adult, but is it really though? You know what I'm saying? I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton to be unmasked as John Doe 36, and he's identified more than 50 times in Jeffrey Epstein's doc, uh, document dump. Is that weird or not? Nah. No, I think all these politicians got, you know, into some of that weird shit, to be honest. So that's not weird to me. Okay, Turk Williams. <laughs> Football fans managed to figure out Dan Campbell's home address and sent a bunch of contractors to his house early this morning to wake him up. Campbell wasn't expecting nor needed any contractors. Is that weird or no? Yeah, that's weird. Why? Like, why the hell would they do that? It's, it's just weird to do. Like, that's my type of carrying on. It's funny. <laughs> A 38-year-old man went viral after he threw an NBA young boy themed party. Is that weird or nah? Yeah, that's definitely weird. Why? He's too old to be listening to NBA young boy. <laughs> What's the cutoff age? I feel like, because I, I don't know one NBA young boy song. I can't, maybe three that went viral. <laughs> but for me to go check his music out, like I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too old for that shit. Man. I need to you see what saying? that theme looks like, like. Y'all oh, all dressed I, I, up like hey, him? Hey, we could play the video. It's, it's a video of the whole, he got the table, uh, what you call that shit? The table cover and Just it plates. To me. I got you. I'm going to go find it. He's 38. Yes. yes. He a thir- the real 38 baby. <laughs> Started January 2nd in Illinois. You can officially have air fresheners, parking, uh, place cards, and dice hanging from your rear view mirror. It was illegal and police would use this as an excuse to pull you over. Is that weird or not? It is weird. Why? Because it never should have been illegal, man. Like, why the fuck was that illegal at the beginning? I remember I got pulled over for some shit like that back in the day. My, My uncle did. <laughs> no, you good. You do your thing. Mm. But that was weird enough, so thank you for playing. Oh, no problem. You killed it. Yeah, you did good. Oh, you got the insane. video for me? Yeah, he got a cake. He, NBA <laughs> Young Boy is on the cake. That's wild. <laughs> this is insane. Is that Please weird to y'all? To like, do y'all think that's weird? Let me, so let me see I'm the video a... first. Let's see the video so first. Was, since I already seen the video, I sent it to your text. Okay. Since I already seen the video, I could understand if it's someone that has developmental development issues. I can't think of the right word right now. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Maybe he's yeah. 38, you know, in age, but mm-hmm. mentally he's probably 20. Right. And this is, you know, I don't think it's 20-year-old behavior, but if a 20-year-old did it, I would understand. <laughs> okay. Um, that, so. Now, that's the only, that is the only way I understand that. If this is a, a completely neurological 38-year-old <laughs> grown man that got grown man responsibilities and takes care of those responsibilities, this is insane. Yeah, yeah. this crazy. That's wild. This is the video. <laughs> This is extremely weird. 
<laughs> like he got to eat NBA young boy. That's what. <laughs> That's crazy. That man got a full figure cutout of this man by the cake. <laughs> I don't understand that. Like That's I, different. I don't see a twenty year old doing some shit like that. To so so what if you threw a Jay Z themed birthday party? Never. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> who, who your favorite rapper? I mean, Tupac was my All favorite. All right, so Tupac-themed nah, birthday party. I'm not about to have pictures of another man. Like and, and you got to do a photo, shot, a photo shoot leading nah. up to your birthday in the tub with milk. Not never. <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole thing thing is pretty weird, to be honest. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Shout out to him, though, you know? Shout out to who put that together, bro. You really got to love that man to do that. <laughs> you really do, Now, bro. is it weirder if he put the whole party together himself? He planned it to the T. <laughs> I mean, how how my birthdays be going? Because I never get what I want. Uh-huh. No, sometimes you got to take matters matters into your own hands. I'm gonna have to throw myself a surprise party. Wait, wait, wait. y'all remember we used to do weird or not social constructs? Yeah. So it was a question that I had asked. I said, "Is it weird or not for men to plan their own birthday parties?" I feel like you said yes. Let's. I mean, let's go back and look. I I'll, mean, cause I'll pick it up since, next. Because since I just had a birthday, uh-huh. and I still didn't get what I want, uh huh. My 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 answer probably changes now. Okay. Next year, I'm gonna have to take matters into my own hands. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to surprise myself. Now, Turk, before we dive into a little bit more about you, right. I gotta get something off that I didn't do last episode for the viewers. We talked about. Denzel Washington. Can I cut you off? Go ahead. Do you think? We never followed up about your car. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's do that. Oh, my God. Can we please do I'm gonna that? I'm do a quick version since we got turkey. Yeah, do the quick version. Because so, even I'm I'm genuinely curious how you got your car back. Okay, so, Turk, just to give you some background, if you ain't seen the episode. I went to take my car to get some repairs done in Chicago. <clears throat> I went to go get my front tire, my front brakes replaced, back uh, brakes replaced, tire sense, uh, pressure sensors on all the tires, and then three new tires mounted. So when I was on the phone with them, they was giving me prices, and I was like, okay, cool, that's great. Never gave me a full total on the phone. I did the math in my head. I was like, that's great, cool. I pull up there to get my car. They said it was $3,300 to get my car. And so I'm like, where the fuck you get this price from? (laughs) And so long story short, I clipped that up, the whole story, put it on social media. And I didn't think that it would actually get some traction like it did. But it was hella people in the comments just like, that was a great price. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, They probably charge you for like all this good shit to talk about that price being acceptable. For two hours worth of work at at the least, four hours at the most. And they charged me $1,500 for labor. Right. $1,500 $1,500 divided <laughs> by four is $392. So they charge $392 an hour, right? Long story short, they had they kept my car because I was refusing to pay. They wasn't really being lenient on doing an actual invoice that was amicable. You feel me? So I didn't have my car for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, Damn, for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I got my car December, like, 18 no after christmas no it might have been before christmas like right before christmas i got my car long story short (laughs) nobody got to know how i got my car and now i'm here to say fuck all of (laughs) y'all that said that that shit was right because it was not right at all i was threatening to sue they didn't want me to sue at all because they knew that they did not have a recording of our phone call Mm -hmm. because they kept saying we could go through the recording but never wanted to go through the recording i had got lawyers involved 
And she wasn't good either because she just didn't seem like we had a good case to fight. Mm -hmm. And I just kept trying to tell her the price that he gave on the phone is not the price that was there. And and that's a consumer rights uh, issue. Right. And so long story short, uh, I ended up paying 15 instead of 300 and $3,300 without any tax. Cause I wasn't falling for none of that shit. Cause if you actually look up the parts that they put in my car, <laughs> They were they were the cheapest parts you could do to look up. Wow. Nothing nothing uh, got mm-hmm. close. And when you go up to their spot now, they have a TV sign of all their pricing. They didn't have that at first. They charge one hundred and thirty two dollars an hour. Wow, that sounds like Chicago now. That sounds a little more real for Chicago. Yeah, because this is about sixty seventy in Indiana. One ninety two for labor. One thirty two. That is high, one thirty-two. Right. It's high, but it's yeah. You still it ain't three hundred and ninety-two dollars an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't that. So fuck all of y'all that thought that y'all was just expert uh, invoicing uh, motherfuckers. But yeah, I had to get that. that there you go. That's insane. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, but if you are ever in a situation like that, and you really do believe that the pricing was faulty. And uh, hit me up, and I can give y'all some 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 game on how to get around that shit. Because there are definitely ways to fight back on like thing consumer rights things. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an easy way to do that. I like the way you handle business. Did you pay the lawyer though? No. Oh, okay. Cause see, <laughs> do nothing. See, the common folk don't understand right. how easy it is to sue somebody, and they think you gotta have a bunch of money to do it. You don't. You don't. You need some money, but you don't need a bunch of money. And then you have pre prepay legal. Mm. Always keep them on your payroll. Always have like legal shielded. I ain't trying to give them no, no free game. That's just the first thing that pop in my mind. That's thirty dollars a month. You ain't gonna need to pay the thirty dollars a month if you know you ain't in no shit. But you could just pay it whenever you feel like it when you need it. Mm-hmm. Start your uh, membership, and then they'll set you up with uh, a lawyer in your state. And talk about your claim and whatnot, and y'all can just see what y'all can do. The most, a lot of the cases end in settlements before it actually get to court, yeah. and so you'll be able to have a discussion if you just add a lawyer into the mix because niggas don't think that you'll actually follow up with that since people are not really educated on how, how the law work. Like the way you do Learned business, that. Yeah. Yeah. that's one thing my OG taught me. She, she <laughs> keep a pre prepaid legal on your payroll. Because I just would have whooped their ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what beat they the want fuck you to out do. Of who I was talking that's to, what bro. they want you to do. After a while, it's like, all right, bro. 3300 is kind of crazy. 3300, you're going to get it in blood, my guy. <laughs> I'm going to beat your ass and take my keys back. Yeah, the parts in total was $900. They charged me 15 for that, too. That's crazy. <laughs> that's how they be doing people at these, you know. Car repair places, man. Yeah. They be getting over for real, for sure. Especially on women, to be honest. For oh, sure, and, 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 yeah. So, right. gotcha. Yeah, they don't right. think they don't know how I can uh, still get them with a, uh, a lawsuit. <laughs> they don't know right. how I can do it, but uh, it's gonna happen if I get petty. That is hilarious. <laughs> right, uh, so, <clears throat> we was talking about Denzel Washington's name last episode, and I told Jonesy that I learned that it's not actually Denzel Washington; it's Denzel Washington. And so I needed to bring some proof up for this episode just for the viewers. Oh, I told it. them I would. Yeah. You should have confirmed this. I was calling you Denzel. Is that correct? Actually, it's Denzel. Oh, no, is it really? Yeah, but... So was but, your dad Denzel? Well, he was Denzel. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm Denzel Jr. So my mother started calling me Denzel just so, you know, she'd say Denzel and we both would show up. Oh, I see. So she started, she started calling me Denzel. a pronunciation thing. Yeah. But now you've, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you've gone back. To, <laughs> so you're Denzel now. No, I'm Denzel. Den- <laughs> is that what you're saying? Denzel. Denzel. 
So yeah, his I feel ass, like he's trolling. He, yeah, no, no. I feel I, like he's trolling, you bro. Think, you think, <laughs> I feel like he's trolling. That sounds real trollish. That's some shit I would do. Like if I'm talking to a person that's speaking in a British accent, I probably just flip some shit that I'm. You know, I, I just like fucking with people like that. That's what that feels like. He was See, fucking with him. See, now that you him. said that, I'm thinking like that too. Like he probably was really fucking with them in this. Because that's what I do. I'm I'm an asshole. This will sound kind of. I Denzel. understand why you know he yeah. was Denzel. Yeah, Dan, I mean? that like, just made me like I like I probably fucking around and gone like a Hispanic person show and say uh-huh. I'm Wonzi <laughs> <laughs> just to fuck with him, to just around. to fuck with him. <laughs> okay, Turk, let's get to know you a little bit before we dive into our notes. Talk what a hoes at? I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I stay away from those. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, nah, for real though. Where you from? Uh, tell us a little bit about your upbringing. Give us What's a little background zo- on you. I'm from Gary, Indiana. You know, I mean, I was born in Chicago, like most of us. Yeah. I grew up in Gary, Indiana, Concord, to be exact. CCA. But I graduated from Maryville High School. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. And then I moved around. I went to a few different schools. You know what I'm saying? Because I partied a lot in college, so I went to uh, Ivy Tech. Uh, Vincent's and IU, you know what I'm saying? I, I partied a lot. That's yeah, all I can say. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> that's like the court, bro. Like you <laughs> stayed at the crib, partied. Then you went to the country and partied. Exactly. You know then you went to the rich country and partied. <laughs> exactly. That's how it happened. And uh, now, I mean, I moved to Nashville after school and shit. Try to hold the mic a little closer. Oh, my bad. Yep. To Nashville for like four years for my job. And then I transferred back to Indiana. So now I'm in Indy right now. And, you know, we started our podcast about four years ago. Okay. The reason we started our podcast is me and my homeboy, Frankie, like, we used to be sitting on the couch like this, just shooting this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, man, why don't we just record this shit, man? And plus, we were, like, huge fans of the Joe Budden podcast. Shout out to yeah. Joe Budden, man. Like, well, I was listen to that nigga shit all the time. I can't cap. So, shout out to him. What were you saying? You don't no, like don't, No, you ain't got to listen to that nigga. <laughs> we, 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 we don't got to get started. That'll be like three episodes shit. in a row. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that nigga. Damn, you don't fuck with Joe. I fuck with Joe, man. I still <laughs> listen to Joe and Mad Popper and all these other different platforms for the most part. So, so did you, do you listen to Rory and Maul part? I used to, but it got kind of dry after a while. Okay. It's a few podcasts that I no longer, I don't listen to um, Million Dollars Worth of Game. Oh, okay. Uh, it's like they shit fell off. It yeah, a lot like of podcasts, like you know, and, and I understand why because it's hard to stay, you know, keep coming up with these topics and you know reinventing yourself. Exactly, but they only had like interviews, so the interview shit kind of dying out essentially. Except that Cat Williams interview as of late because that shit's going crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell, man. I'm from Gary, you know. I bounced around a little bit, but you know, okay, real West Side shit. Right. <clears throat> well. <clears throat> Starting off hot, we're going to get into some music topics. What is your top three debut albums of all time? Debut albums? Yeah. Nas Illmatic has to go in there. Okay. <laughs> 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying has That's to go in That's a great one. And... Lauren Hill, Miss Education, and Lauren has to go in there. That was my top three. Hours. Okay. There's going to be a bunch of niggas in our comments. Where's Lauren Hill? So you didn't right. listen to the clip past five seconds. <laughs> Dang. I forgot my second one already. Okay. But Webby Savage Life is number one. Victory Lap is number two. 
Nipsey Hustle for anybody that don't know. Oh yeah, my bad. So Savage Life by Webby is number one. Okay. Uh Victory Lap by Nipsey Hustle is two. And Forever My Lady by Jodeci is three. You know, that big that victory lap don't feel like his first it is his first, it's his album, first album. It's just crazy. He had so many different projects before he dropped. And them. they yeah. was all fire. They were though. That's just crazy. That was his all first fire. Album. And y'all slept on them. I remember. The <laughs> the North remembers. I can't stand you. Oh, this is a Dipsy Hustle before Victory Lap ass niggas. I can't stand y'all. <laughs> y'all some hype beats. Y'all ain't y'all ain't get on till till Atlantic got behind them. Facts. Cause y'all like record labels and shit like that. Um, oh, we can get we to that. We ain't gonna fuck with that. you. We, we can don't get to that. To Jay, you got you got some some picks. Uh, I'm going. Uh, Damn. Fifty Cent get rich or die trying. Okay. Kanye West college dropout. Okay. Yeah, I, I know a bunch of niggas yeah. gonna be mad if you don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. Um, I want to say J Cole the sideline story. Yeah, but that shit was whack. <laughs> Get out of here, man. I love that album. Because I'm thinking of, I'm trying to think of anybody Wasn't else. Wasn't that Mr. Yeah. Nice Watch? No more Mr. Nice Watch. Hey, man, Call me out, Mr. No, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Call <laughs> me Mr. Mr. Nice Watch. watch. Man, get the fuck out of here. That was my nigga. Get the fuck out of here, dude. That was my Beyonce's husband. <laughs> but yeah. Or that, either or that, or Jay-Z, uh, Reasonable Doubt. Okay, okay. Well, y'all know I'm the R&B nigga on the pod, so... I'm gonna get some R and B shit. Uh, number one, Michael Jackson off the wall. Mm. It didn't get the love it deserved at all because they was hating on a rich, uh, uh, a, a nice black nigga. They was hating on him. <laughs> they always hate on Westside Gary niggas. No, didn't know black it. people can That's make cool. great music. I yeah, guess you know, Westside Gary niggas can relate. <laughs> Facts. Uh, now I got a controversial one, just like Nipsey Hussle's. That's my controversial. Cause, cause you know people don't understand. Like just because you put out a bunch of mixtapes. That's not your album. That's why I, I feel the same way. I'm like, it's it's we'll, crazy to me that we consider that his first album when I heard like ten projects before that one. But that's really his first LP. No, like, we don't got to pacify my uh, my bad, bro. <laughs> no, we don't got to pacify our takes for the slow people. Just just shoot. Right. We don't. But mine is <laughs> just is more controversial than yours. Just shoot because it's technically an EP, but the Grammys and all they considered it her debut album. So okay, so hers, just shoot hers. Compilation project, her the first project she put out. It was a hat, uh, first half, and then she put the second half and then put it together. That run her like a bunch, a bunch of Grammys for her debut year. Basically, basically herself to be her. That's what suit by Nelly. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then my last one is Chris Brown self entitled album. Chris Brown. Give me that. That's actually his best album, which is crazy. Man, no, no he ain't made a good album since then. No, was that his way. first project. Though? Yes. That was That's his first, his first album. Okay. Give me that popping. Yeah. Run it. That was a classic, yeah. though. Yeah, man, it. ain't me. I think <laughs> Young I Love was, was on that, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, what was the one with Loyalty, Damage, Kiss, Kiss? That's exclusive. That yeah, shit was fire. Or something like that. That's, that's his best <laughs> album, bro. Yeah. His, his first album, just too kitty for, too kitty for me. Yeah, okay. That's the song I... I can't listen to one song on that album. I ain't gonna cap. Yeah. Look, Chris Brown, the first album. Yeah, why? That might have been what's that? Is it pop? That yeah, popping. Because when we was in high school, man, it was this dude, Jerome, this gay dude that performed that shit on stage. And every time I hear that song, <laughs> I, swear to God, I see him doing it. What he was doing, and I, I can't unsee it every time I hear the song. I swear to God. Which high school you? Oh yeah, you. I went to Wait, wait, wait. Uh, a gay nigga was voguing. 
He was Bogan <laughs> to popping. Yeah, he was. We had like a little talent show thing, and he was like, you know, he performed through the whole song. He did the whole. I gotta team. see that. He that wasn't is funny. <laughs> he wasn't. Hell, nah, he how you ain't break, how you Bogan <laughs> to that shit? That's For funny. Real. That is funny. And I can't get it out of my. Every time I hear that song, I swear. That's funny. <laughs> I slow grind with a girl for the first time to pop in. See? <laughs> shout out, shout out to Shorty from Emerson, man. Y'all think y'all think that's crazy that we accumulate like our personal experiences to songs for why we think it's good or not. Right. Like uh, I was gonna get my first kiss, but she said my breath stinks, so I hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, the song is great. <laughs> nah, I'm looking right. at exclusive right now. Y'all tripping? Y'all tripping? Which albums one? albums used to have so much filler in the past. Like yeah, it's yeah. filler today. But when you but the the critique uh, the old heads have about our music is that it's just not as good as the past. But you go to the past, even Confessions has filler music on the album. What's filler on Confessions? Know about that. That's why. Let me go to Confessions just What's to say. What's filler on? Yeah, man. Bring, talk, up, bring up the track list. Let me go to Confessions because <laughs> yeah. I play that all you can the way play that through. Whole through. Yeah, I play like, simple things, caught up. What what superstar is the B side right. record it's that just a few got popular? albums that you can play? Straight Red through. light. Red light. You looking at the deluxe? <laughs> that, isn't that not considered the album? That's not the original album. See, the deluxe is the album to me because if you gonna add extra shit to it, I feel like that's their older way of saying like, "Hey, we have a streaming platform to just take a song off, put it back you on." You can critique it, yeah, so but I'm we talking at- about confessions, the regular, you ain't got no yeah, films. bro. It was like fourteen <laughs> songs on there. All right, let, let me try to find the exact one, but. That's what it's made for is a filler song. Hell no. That is a filler Hell song. No. That Are you serious? That was on a high school playlist on my mom. That's on the sex playlist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know Yo, saying? freaky ass. How, how, how you of all people who still make sex playlists don't got right. that one on there? Man. Confessions, it like how you just mentioned like something that you view and you view it a certain way because a certain period. That's how Confessions is. I love Confessions. Yeah. Nah, Confessions that's just a good, it's a good musical piece of album. No, that, that's a great it ass is, album. With no fellas. It's one fellers. of the best R&B albums yeah. of all time. Yeah. Well, it I'll, is. I'll put a Emancipation to Mimi over it, but yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I do. Firmly. Uh, that's the greatest R&B album ever. Then uh, it's Stevie Wonder. Hold on, which one you say? Emancipation to Mimi. I play that all the Mariah way through. Carey shit. Carey. I play that almost yeah. every two weeks. I ain't the biggest Mariah Carey fan because you sleep. Twelve play probably the greatest R and B album. Oh no! Jesus Christ! No. I mean, we when we talking about talent and you know a piece Turn of that art. Shit off. We, Turn, Turn that, that old ass nigga shit off. Bro. That's it. Like, Turn that you know kind of like the Bill music off, bro. Turn that shit off. You right. We talking about music. albums like you know. You got to throw that one out there. You know what I'm saying? You got to flip your cap sideways to listen to R. Kelly, bro. That's, that that's the shit you shit. listen to on radios where it's like you don't even press the... Uh, it don't have the digital uh, equalizer. You just turn knobs up. You turn the bass knob up, the treble knob up. Right. That's what you listen to R. Kelly on. <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all don't fuck with Rob here. Y'all yeah, in Chicago, man. This Chicago, <laughs> nigga. There's about two R. Kelly songs I listen to. And it's really for nostalgia purposes. Right. What you supposed to say, Jay? He said 12 play. That TP2 is another thing. Like, I just a vivid memory of listening to this album. And it's like, I just I love give you TP2. But we talking day, <laughs> debut album. So I yeah. give you TP2, though. That was fire. 
All right, so y'all let us know what y'all think about our debut, <clears throat> top three debut albums of all time, and comment your own if you got some great choices that was not mentioned. So can thank you, you. Can you give us three mixtapes? Three mixtapes. Just three mixtapes in general. Um, it have to be Wayne. Got to have at least two in there, man. Doing his I told y'all. I told y'all. <laughs> then you got to throw Goo Wop in there, man, because he had about sixty of them things. But yeah, so I me, mean, I can't even think of the names of his mixtapes. Gucci, man. But there got to be two of Wayne mixtapes and one of Gucci's in there, especially from my era. Okay, that's good enough. <laughs> okay. I can't give you the names though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, maybe. Okay. I was gonna fire off <laughs> Taylor Alderdice. Gucci's writing on the wall. Who comes in third? Maybe another Wiz Khalifa. Maybe Pusha and OJ come back for third. That's just off top. Don't 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 fry me in the comments, bro. Because I'm gonna fry y'all ass back, bro. Can we talk about <laughs> this go, real quick? Because yeah. we gonna get a lot of pod rants off this episode. <laughs> Do you have you ever posted a clip and you got some type of recession from you? You got people in the comments and they're just. Like, they're just showing that they did not watch the full clip. Yeah, all the time. Like, <laughs> like, all the time. You know what I'm saying? They always take that shit out of context. But I think that's just regular. That's part for the course and shit. You know what yeah. I'm going yeah. to start doing that on purpose. <laughs> I'm going to go to other podcast clips and just misinterpret it and then comment. Right. That's going to be my new way to troll. Uh, you know the, the episode that Joe Budden put out with Dr. Umar, Right. Right. I was on TikTok and I saw somebody repost a clip from it. I go to the comment section and the top comment is, I hate when clips don't tell the full story. That's not what it's for. (laughs) Go watch the fucking episode. That's what the clip is for. How's a, how long can you even post on TikTok for? Two minutes? Nah, they raised it to be like 10 minutes now. Well, that's for certain people. We gonna go two for the average person. Yeah. You ain't finna get a full story in two minutes. You're not. You're not. That's a fact. You 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 just not, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Movies wouldn't exist if you can get a full story in two minutes. Do, do y'all do you all think it's because of the people's shorter attention span? Of course. Van did a Van did a number on us. For sure. Van for sure did a number on us. You Even just, me, I can admit that, bro. If you don't get to the punch within the first like thirty seconds, I'm good, bro. Van really. I try to tune in to stuff to you know, especially if it's like something juicy, like a juicy title. I'll sit there for like 10 minutes and try to see if they go into it now. What's but a juicy I'm, title for you? Like, you know, like, what you be clicking on? Something that I'm into. Like, if, if, you know, I can't really give you one off the top of my right now. Jonesy, you're a fucking But like, you know, bro. shit like, uh, I just want to know. What's underneath the ocean? Is there an ocean underneath the ocean? Okay. I might click on that just to get that information. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what this nigga talking about in the first three minutes. It might be filler in the first three minutes, but I want him to get to the point. So I'm going to listen to it the entire, you know what I'm saying? I found this guy. <laughs> I found this guy on TikTok. He just goes through the wilderness doing shit. Like he be jumping trains and then he'll get off the train and like live in the wilderness. I think you'll like that. I forgot his name. I'm, I'm, but when I find it, I'm going to make sure I get it to you. <laughs> Why would I like that? Because you, you said you'll watch some deep under the ocean stuff. Why would you yeah, watch would, somebody though. survive in the wilderness? I mean, I don't care about this nigga. He be running out there naked in the wilderness. He naked. Right. He He's a, it's a fully. Bro, right. bro look like he probably a retired veteran that work at Dunkin' Donuts that right. just said, I'm going to go live in the woods for a month. And just showing people how to live and off he the just, land. Exactly. Right. 
I might actually check that out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was gonna say send me that because I be watching stuff like people go to like abandoned towns mm-hmm. and just be exploring the houses. Uh-huh. All these people that left. You know the weird right. shit that we just be finding <laughs> interesting right. in our pastimes. Right. Yep. I actually watched them uh, like do the little thing when Gary when yeah. the dude was going through that bed. Man, fuck them people. That shit, I don't. I don't like the schools and shit that they picked. I wish they would have picked like places I went to a lot more. But I thought it was pretty interesting, you know what I'm saying, to see the inside of some of them schools all fucked up. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they should just stop trying to push facts. Because they facts be off. Yeah, facts just be just off. post the buildings, bro. Don't say shit. Just post the buildings. <laughs> uh, speaking of guilty, like, pleasures and the weird shit that we find interesting on the internet now. What's yours? Would y'all date a mukbanger? <laughs> So if anyone that don't know what that is, that's somebody that creates basically ASMR of eating large portions of food. Like the ladies who just be like eating like crab legs. Yeah. And they just be in the microphone and they just be. Yes. Big ass chicken wings. (laughs) I feel like it depends on what her lifestyle is like outside of that. Okay. Because if you, because if your content is eating a bunch of big ass portions of food and you eat like shit outside of that I, I can't I can't bro that's too much you ain't never date women before that ate like shit yeah <laughs> we all got shitty diets what's the difference we from them? but but you're creating content that's based on eating shitty food is it shitty just because they eat crap seafood boils every day is it shitty well no, every video 20 pounds of it yes <laughs> no. Three times a week, yes. You just got them overload and mercury, that's it. And then how much do these, do, do these mukbangs be costing? See? That's what I was going to ask. It depends on how much you You know what making. I'm saying? If she's making money yeah, exactly. that shit, go ahead and do that shit. But if you just doing that shit for sp- fun and I hear you smacking in the kitchen, like, nah. <laughs> Don't make the content when I'm done. <laughs> that's how she make her, her, her food. Right. What if she's making more money than you from mukbangs? mukbangs? I'm good. Do your thing, then. Your thing? <laughs> I'm good. Do your I thing, shorty. with your ass. <laughs> exactly. Do you need a cameraman? Do you need a graphic designer? Right. What's up? <laughs> we ain't got a date. I'm no. good. Every, every time I'm at uh, scroll on my phone at night, that's when it just shows me a bunch of those videos. <laughs> yeah, people watch that shit. Yeah, I'll be finding myself sitting there watching it. Oh, uh, like, so your guilty pleasures are mukbangs? Where, where you get that thick ass crab leg? Because I'm more interested on the link. I don't really right. care about what you're eating. <laughs> I, I found a new prank. A new kid that does pranks in the hood goes wrong. Okay, I love those, man. <laughs> but you can tell, bro, it's something. I need to say this the right way. There's, I'm going to just shoot. There's something off about him. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because you, you can tell in his introductions how he talks. Like, it's some, it's not all the way there. But when he goes out and do these pranks, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. Okay. People done pull guns out on this right. man, beat him up in Walmart, and yeah, he still people. gets up and make this content for us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, bro. Hey, people will do some wild stuff to go by. You know the videos I'm into. I like the loyalty test videos, man. You know what I'm saying? I know people don't watch that shit, but I just I like know. to see people get caught cheating, man. I don't know what it is about that. 
Because <laughs> the facial expressions that they make when they get caught, you can be like, this bitch lying like a mother. You know what I'm saying? You can just yeah. notice. Like when, they, they, when they not even looking at that other, they you can't hold the, the phone and they just watching them go through their phone. You're like, yeah, she got some shit in that phone. But mostly it's the women, though. When you Like, it's always the women that cheat. It'll be some men that cheat, too. But it's a lot of women that be cheating, man. Black that men don't cheat. But did you used to watch Cheaters back in the day? All the time, man. I watched Joey Cheaters. Greco or whatever his name I, I was. I watch it now with Peter Guns on my mama. Peter yeah, Guns that, that shit was wild. <laughs> shit wait, so wait, 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 wait. Peter Guns, the rapper? Yes. Yeah, he, yes. He does they Cheaters? Gave him, they yeah. gave him the role of hosting that shit. Why? What is he? Who found him to do that? Exactly. They came to him. Why? Be, well, is he on reality TV? Well, one, yeah, he's, he's a known great ass cheater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he's a what? he's a great face. Wait a minute, bro. Let me I make promise. sure you're talking about the same person, bro. Yeah, Peter Guns from Love Please find a video because I saw one that was hilarious. Well, he was like, "You a cheater too." <laughs> <laughs> he like this ain't about me, bro. <laughs> That shit funny as hell. Man, I'm gonna I'm I'm do my Googles later. Yeah. I, it can't be the same person I'm thinking about. No, Peter it's Guns. Peter Guns. Guns. Love like Hip Hop. Yes. Corey Guns' dad. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> what a fucking loser. All right. <laughs> so, now, um, uh, do you think that there is a way for us to gain like longer attention spans? Because there is conversations of people saying, like, YouTube ain't the same. It ain't what it used to be. Like, people used to be on YouTube heavily watching vlogs and dating shit. And specifically our community, they that they were really into that type of stuff. And I, I see the conversations that happen that saying, like, YouTube ain't as great as it used to be. It's nothing but podcasts and shit. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> although I ain't tripping over, you know, people that always got those comments about, your little podcast and shit like that. Do you think that there is a way to rehabilitate our attention span or that's just it? I think podcast is the way, honestly, man. You know what I'm saying? I think music, the reason why our attention span has got shortened, you know what I'm saying? Because there's so many songs was coming out, so you go from here to there to da da you know what I'm saying, switch your songs. But I think these podcasts, if you actually like somebody's content and you're listening to them, you're going to want to check out the entire episode for the most part. Cause I know I found a bunch of podcasts by just looking at those short clips mm-hmm. and I'm like, damn, I want to understand what the fuck they were really talking about. Cause like you said, you're not going to get everything from a little clip. So yeah. you want to listen to the whole episode. So that's how I got into, it. I think podcast is the way for people to, you know, broaden a uh, attention span or whatnot. And when you think about it, them vlogs used to be about the same length of podcasts. Yeah. But when you can take a 46-minute vlog <clears throat> and turn it into a minute-and-a-half Instagram video or TikTok, mm-hmm. that depletes the lane by itself. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now, yeah, the right only on long-form content out there people are engaged in is podcasts. Yeah. That's a fact. <clears throat> there was a, I was actually watching the Warrior Mall pod, and they was just talking about how they was at a Spotify uh, dinner Sorry, and they were asking, you know, for people to ask questions, and Rory had asked, you know, why are do we get shitty deals for podcasting when we retain a bunch of listeners for a longer time on you all's platforms compared to a Drake that keep them there for an hour? That's an hour, and then they don't really they just go back to the singles for five minutes. But we keep you niggas here every week, two times a week for two hours. Mm. So while we can't get better deals than what you all give us. So I wanted to ask you all questions if you had any uh, mm-hmm. insights on the deals that are there for a podcast and uh, what do you think would be like a proposed good deal to give a podcast that is bringing like great numbers to a platform like Spotify or Apple uh, Podcasts? You want me to go 
universal. Yeah, I mean, it's, you're it's the your, guest. You're, you're the, the guest. guest. Go I ahead. Think it should be treated like a record deal. Like if you come in with something like an audience already, like negotiation should be a little bit different from a you know somebody that's paying you money actually putting you on. But if you already on and just need an extra push, I feel like those numbers should be a little different. If you want me to throw a number out, I say because you like you said it's an hour. Some people have two hour episodes. But somebody like Shannon Sharp or somebody that big, yeah, they should be seeing money like you know, 100, 200 million, something like that. Because like he, he got everybody, twenty seven million people to watch a a three hour episode is kind of crazy. That's yeah. like a movie, like yeah, that's, you know what I'm saying. That's got to be worth something. So for people coming up, I think it should be just like like I said, like these record label deals. Like if you're a good podcaster, your starting price should be somewhere in the millions or you know, ten millions or whatnot. Well, yeah. Spotify is a DSP. So if you're looking for a fair deal from a company that runs on 30% of its revenue, it's just not possible. Mm -hmm. It's impossible. So if you're going to go over there and do business with them, you got to do it on their terms. Yeah. And you got to understand where their terms are coming from. Mm -hmm. Out of their, their, their pie is split. I forgot what was the last year that it was recorded, but... Out of their revenue, seventy percent is was running the company, mm -hmm. or no? They're spending seventy percent on the company, mm -hmm. and they're only bringing in thirty. Okay, okay. So okay. how you gonna pay motherfuckers? You know what I'm saying? These large bags when your company not even running on a large bag. You're spending twice as more running your company as you bringing in, and then some. Ain't no big, ain't no deals over there. I, I think that becomes a larger conversation just about like uh, employment. Um, I think that when people complain about, you know, a company's not paying enough, not giving uh, livable wages, I one is because they truly just keep all the money up top to the niggas that actually ain't on the ground working. But mm -hmm. two is because I don't think that they actually can afford to give livable wages like we think they can um, because they spend so much to continue business, especially when we are in a, a world where, like, prices has, has increased. Mm -hmm. You don't really see, like, uh, money come back to you in lump sums um, until pretty much taxes because that's where the tax cuts come and you get your shit back in lump sums from, from whatever you probably lost. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that a lot of companies really just cannot pay everybody 100000 72000 a year for real. I think they really can't afford poverty mm -hmm. line salaries. Some really can't pay you more. They just choose not to. But I think some of these businesses really just can't afford to pay every single employee the same. That's why they don't like us to share our salaries and shit. Like keep shit with you. That's why you got head positions at that same company going for eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. And you gotta live in fucking San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. What you finna do with eighty bands in San Francisco? Yeah. Your ass struggling. You finna be out there selling food. You're going to be doing DoorDash, selling plates, scamming, right. and, you, and, and you work for one of the biggest distributing platforms in the world. Mm -hmm. I think it should be different for content creators, though, especially if, you know, you bringing in the audience. Like, you should get some of that ad revenue, man, because, you know, if you got a three-hour episode and they play four ads in your, your episode and those people that came to your episode actually – Heard all four ads. Mm -hmm. I definitely think you should be broke off some bread. You know what I'm saying? But I'm what about the marketing guy who made the ad or who was over, who oversaw that ad that brought that person in? What do you mean? Shouldn't he be compensated well too? Yeah, everybody should be compensated. Yeah. But it ain't enough room on the plate. <laughs> right. It's impossible. Somebody, right. somebody got to miss the bag. And you just should, said should they they the keep the money though? at the top. Mm -hmm. 
the money that whoever is investing, that's who see the bread first. Yeah, you're right. Then, yeah, so even the ones at, at the top, they might be seeing the bigger bag, but even they bags are cut. Yeah. But, see, I have issues with YouTube and all these social media platforms. Just quick game for anybody that want to start off as content creators or have a podcast. Start somewhere small with building your following on these social media apps because that's where you'll see, like, quick little residuals. You got a 100 followers now you're eligible to receive uh revenue from the content that you post and no, th- th- it's not much but it adds up bef- instead of you trying to fight for like these public uh, pub deals and shit with these platforms start there start small um but you get money from ads like on youtube those ads that show they get money from showing those ads mm-hmm. you just it ain't crazy amounts but you still get money right. from it depending on how many people watch it is how much more you get right. You gotta yeah. get out here, build a community, and sell it to them. Yeah. If you could generate, I say like twenty five hundred fans who will spend twenty dollars with you four times a year, you gonna land about sixty seventy thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and that's off your shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you can do that with twelve thousand followers, twenty thousand followers. Right. As long mm-hmm. as they invest it, and what's twenty dollars? Shit. If man. if somebody fucking with you, if right. you fuck with me, and I go, hey. I got something you could wear, something you can display, something you can hold, an experience that you can come see me or an experience that I can give you that you come see me do in person. If you can't give me $20 for that, bro, I don't want to fuck with you. Right. Stay away from my content. Your broke ass. So so is it best to stay independent? I ain't going to say it's best, but do what works for you. Yeah. Because if somebody come along and they say, all right, we're going to cut you this bag and you can retain whatever on your IP. We ain't going to put you in an ancillary clause. i take it. Yeah, definitely. But if a motherfucker come and say, hey, give us your IP. We only going to cut X amount of pub. You're going to be in a 30% ancillary clause, uh, perpetuity clause. Man, get the fuck out of my face. That's right, what they coming with more than like. Getting paid with net 30s right. and net 60s and shit. Nah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. All right. I'll go to the flea market and sell pictures. <laughs> so we all saw the Cat Williams interview on the Club Shay Shay podcast, and we talked about it last episode. But that episode is now in the top three <laughs> of most viewed episodes ever. So Club uh, Shannon Sharp had a response to anyone that was basically just talking about his uh, way of interviewing. Mm-hmm. So this is his response because people had critiques about him not really giving Cat Williams any pushback or follow-up questions with everything that he was saying on his platform. Can I ask you something before you play that? Yeah. Do you believe he could run a 4-4? Hell no. I do. <laughs> Get the fuck I out. I swear to God, I do. You believe Cat Williams can run a 4-4? Yes. That nigga no. like 5-5. Five, five. Exactly. <laughs> Them little he ass finna, legs. He finna no. get little on your ass. <laughs> no. I believe it. <laughs> I 100% do. I don't believe it no. when I see it. <laughs> All right. I can do it. And what's disappointing to me, because there are people that, that do what you and I do, yeah. that had so much to say. And, and it's only because of jealousy. Because I guarantee you, if if, if Cat was on their podcast mm-hmm. and did exactly what he did on my podcast, right. they would have never said what they're saying. Mm. Oh, he let... No, that was the decision that I had to make in a split second, Ocho. Right, right, And right. what I always try to do is not talk over the guests. They mm. come... Okay, tell your side. Tell your story. Tell it. Right. Without me interrupting. Mm-hmm. And then if there's a point that I think 
I need to add or I need to, uh, you know, refresh question. Okay, we'll go there. But in that situation, Ocho, I've got to make a split second. I know I got cards. Okay, I want to start at this place. But he said, I want to tell you why I came. Mm. You offer a safe place, a Mm. safe space. Right. For people to say and to get things. Okay, fine. And then he went. Now, I'm, I'm teed up to ready to go in the direction that I think. Because at the end of the day, Ocho, mm-hmm. even though he went the, the direction that he went for 30 minutes, right? I still had to have structure. I right. still had to get the train back on the mm-hmm. track. Right. Even though I don't think he was off the track, mm-hmm. he wanted to get that off his chest. Right. Now, he got that off his chest. Okay, now let's get to where you come from. Mm-hmm. How did you come to be? We can stop it. Because uh, we just had a conversation of uh, about this on Twitter the other, the other day. Because people were trying to call him a journalist. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he ain't a journalist. Mm-hmm. And a podcast, not a, it's not a journalistic piece of media. You know what I'm saying? So hmm, let me let me pick this. I don't up. think so. Keep talking, Jonesy. Yeah, I don't. I I don't think a podcast is a journalistic piece of media i think it can be if you're a journalist and you say i'm gonna do a podcast right but anybody who just picks up a mic and goes have a conversation with somebody isn't interviewing them they just having a conversation and they recording it that's essentially what a podcast is to to me i agree with you you know what i'm saying what what he was saying the fans wanted him to give pushback and shit like that but what kind of pushback like it's a conversation like what kind of like he don't know the information that he was telling him this is new information for him as well. So, like, what is he going to say to him? Yeah, and then it's like he's coming at it at a way that's like, I'm going to let him get his exactly. shit off. Because I don't know the facts either. I know, I know, know what, what these people are coming to give me because they're giving it to me through a conversation, right. not through research. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give pushback. What's up? I think y'all are being too easy on Shannon Sharp. I watch Shannon Sharp's pod. Shannon Sharp also said that you know, this is probably people's first uh, video being introduced to my platform. And so I've had many people on and never have a critique there. And it's like, that's because it's their first episode seeing you and your platform or how you do things. And so this is their introduction to you. They have critiques, right? Mm-hmm. Um, interviewing is a form of journalism. Journalism is a, can be a form of interviewing. Um, journalism uh, is just you having an, a conversation about the news, you're having facts, elicit facts and implicit facts, statements, and you're just spreading the news. That's what journalism is. There Now, the there's ethics to journalism, and right. that is to bring research with, your, with whatever you're presenting to the world. And so Shannon Sharp does his research. I don't know if it's exactly him or his team, those cards. He does great research on the people that he's about to interview. Okay, You can call it a conversation if you want to. But if, because we call our shit conversations, right. we don't think we are interviewing people. But I'm not upset if a nigga call it an interview because it is, in a way, an interview as well. <clears throat> You're still to have a conversation is to converse with a nigga, right? You know, you can't be mad at semantics, right? <laughs> so, two, the only pushback I got with Shannon Sharp is that he did not prepare himself for um, having two uh, follow-up questions with anything Cat Williams had to say. Because if you also did your research, you know that you had niggas in the past that had shit to say about Cat Williams. Mm-hmm. And so you should expect 
maybe the nigga want to say some shit about some shit that was said <laughs> on your podcast. Especially somebody know, like him. Expected though, man. Yeah. Cat, cat came hard, man. He nah, hard. I, I would have expected. <laughs> like, you think he seeing, was? Seeing, seeing how like, cause Cat doesn't do a lot of interviews. Yeah, but the ones he do, they always go up because he gonna talk that shit. Right. I feel like when you, especially in that situation when he's cooking the way he's cooking, he know it's good content. He know it's good money. So why would you even try to you know stop him from like getting this shit off yeah. when he's just giving good money? Like he knew this shit was gonna go viral. It's like. Nigga, fuck that follow up shit. Nigga, like let 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 him get all this shit out. <laughs> See, I don't think Shannon Sharp knows what a follow up question is. Then, because a follow up is as simply as if a nigga say earthquake is illiterate. What do you uh, mean by that? What do you mean yeah, by that? Right. How do you know this? How did you figure that out? Cat Williams answered it already. He said because a nigga put a script in front yeah. of him, couldn't read it. But it's like, okay, where did you get that from? Did earthquake tell you that or? You know, actually let us know instead of just you just spreading out your truths. Like, let's give us some background of where your truth uh, originates from as well. Because was you in the same room with that nigga when the script was trying to be read? Right. Because then that makes you a first person instead of a second person just telling a story about another nigga. Yeah. I don't think it's the same interview if he had follow-up questions. Yeah, you know what, what I'm saying? Like, that's I, why I say I think he just letting them get it off. Right. It's kind of like how people don't ever push back against Kanye West. They just let him go. That, that's they an know, issue. They know it's going to turn up. So I feel like that's what he felt coming into this. Cause he, I think it's like a portion that he said, like maybe 30 or 40 minutes before they even start recording, uh-huh. he was getting his shit off right then and there. So yeah. he's like, all right, watch the cameras rolling, just let it ride. I just feel like people it. let Kanye get his stuff, get his shit off. Cause he not going to logically have a conversation with you. Nah. You got to try at least. He, he just going to say what he, as far as Kanye, he just going to say what he want to say. That's why people just go, go, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Here, nigga, damn. So why you let somebody come on your platform to run your show? What's the point of that? Good question. Uh, Yeah. Because he ain't no great creative. (laughs) I ain't saying that about Shannon. I'm just speaking specifically for Kanye. I just think people let Kanye talk because you ain't, it's going to be frustrating talking to him. You you just let him go. I I hate people that don't leave themselves open to critique. Criticism. Mm-hmm. Shannon Sharp, I watched that whole thing. We ain't gonna watch the whole thing, but he was he he just had a bunch of like uh basically rebuttals to any critiques that anybody mm-hmm. had when the critiques were they were reasonable critiques. It's not your your show sucks. It wasn't stupid <laughs> shit like that. Right. It was like, why you didn't ask the nigga follow-up <laughs> questions? <laughs> what you mean? He was just getting he was getting the shit off. I create a safe space. We do too. <laughs> but I also will ask you, why do you feel the way about your mother? Mm-hmm. You feel me? What do you mean by <laughs> what that? What do you mean by that? He, he, he did seem kind of like a fanboy. Yeah. Parts through the episode. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I did want to follow up, him to have a follow-up on is that whole rape scene in the Friday because I didn't believe him when he said that mm. shit. Did y'all listen to the whole episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he said that they had a rape scene that he yeah. talked them out of it. I don't see that happening though, and that's one thing. I Ice Cube cleared it up though. Yeah. I don't believe Ice Cube. You don't? you don't? I don't believe Ice Cube. I, I ain't oh believe shit! I saw that. I, I saw think <laughs> Ice Cube did have a, a rape scene in the Friday, Friday at the next. next, and it's up for our like imagination to know what actually went down in that room because mm-hmm. the same nigga made Players Club, mm-hmm. and we know that that was a rape scene. So for you to say I wouldn't do a rape scene with a man, what makes it right to do a rape scene uh, with a woman being assaulted? 
Pull out the pull out the facts, T. Now, you gotta call niggas caps when they say some shit, cause he don't want some shit coming out. out yeah. And then he did say he was like, "We ain't put no rape scene." I don't think he was speaking specifically for Players Club. Yeah, but he said we wouldn't put a rape scene in a movie. We'll just leave it to your imagination or something. Okay. Right. Yeah. We imagine Ebony getting raped. <laughs> I believe. Yeah. So, I believe Cat when, they, like I said, I saw Ice Cube follow up too, and I didn't. I think they probably would have had to leave it up for your imagination. They what happened in that bathroom? Really. Uh, I believe it. Yeah, I believe Ice Cube because it's implied throughout the whole movie. Yeah, that it's going to happen to somebody. Like even at the end when he's running away, he's like, "Oh, he go try holding his ass." So right. I feel like that's always just been like the underlying thing that it's going to happen, but we're not going to see. The nigga be as slick with his words. We wouldn't put it in the movie. I mean, visually, we wouldn't show it. Right. But we'll leave it up for your imagination. Right. So, you know, the, the nigga just be as smooth with his words, but that's for the illiterate niggas to think, uh, all right, cool. Ah, oh, damn. Y'all cooked me, man. Fuck Ice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out uh, to Cube, though, man. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, he has some great movies. But uh, uh, one of the things I also wanted to talk about was... Uh, Y'all brought up Kanye, so we can go ahead and get that topic off the board. We all seen his issues that he created for himself with the Jewish community, with all his remarks about you know being the being uh, against the Jewish people that are within these industries that have the rights to contracts and shit with our people that want to be entertainers. While he still does business with them, yes, he still gets in the bed with them, <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so he had some of his people from his passing team, one of them being Consequence and another one of them being Pusha T. And they made remarks about basically, you want to take the Pusha T one? Yes, I do want to read Pusha T's because this this sounds like a rap. Yeah, this is an alleged text (laughs) between Kanye and Pusha T. My man's Pusha T said, here we go, Pusha, I put out the song because he dissed me and mentioned my wife in the song. You let Drake disrespect you, your wife, and your family. That's why you can't get your wife to respect you. Don't blame me, Kanye. I would never shoot anybody for you. You would snitch on me. Shine turned his name to Moses and turned Jew. No, Shine changed his name to Moses and turned Jew. Please don't compare me to him. Puff was better off without J-Lo. She was a whore. I've held you down and you don't appreciate me. Wait, this is all Wait. Pusha T. Yes, this is Pusha T to Kanye. Is that real? This is what... The, <laughs> it's alleged. It's, it's alleged. We don't know if it's real or not. Allegedly, this is what Pusha T said. Y'all ain't finna get me sued by, by that man. <laughs> so, so Kanye leaked that text message. Possibly. He always leaking shit. Okay. Kanye can't keep his mouth shut about nothing. <laughs> so this is what the, the what Jonesy was reading. It's allegedly <laughs> Kanye Donda. Why is his name Kanye Donda in your phone? Pusha nuts. So this came from somebody else then. This is a group chat. Okay. It's three people. Somebody, Pusha, and Kanye. That's somebody leaked this. That's why you can't. That's, that's why I look like that. Pusha and Kanye Donda. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I look like this. Somebody leaked this. Somebody else leaked this. Or maybe Kanye asked them to screenshot it and send it to him. That, that sounds like some Kanye-ass shit. Can y'all help me understand why anyone would say Push... I mean, Puff was better without J Lo. She was a whore. Why? Do, what does that? Have I have to no do? idea. That's why I don't understand I mean, that part. I mean, J Lo just caught a stray for no reason. 
I don't get it neither. You see, y'all some hip hop niggas. Maybe I just don't know something that y'all do. I, I have no idea. Because that, <laughs> that night with J Lo was all Puffy's fault. Uh-huh. J Lo had nothing to do with that. Uh-huh. Shine. Puffy got Shine locked up for all them damn years. I don't know why J-Lo caught that shot. Do y'all think Kanye would snitch on Pusha if he was to sh- kill somebody for him? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. In a heartbeat. A hundred percent. I think Kanye would snitch on anybody. <laughs> why he coming at him like this, though? Like, why? It sounds like he's like... Well... Like, Kanye said something about him, and he's like, DeRoe, like, all the shit I've done for you, you shouldn't be doing this type deal. You know what I mean? If we had to assume, if this text message is true, Consequence did post, which is true, he did post to Instagram and said, basically, Kanye had gave uh, an, an apology to the Jewish community in, what is, what is the language that they speak? You're asking the wrong person. Yeah, but it was in their text. It wasn't in English. Right. Uh, Sorry for not knowing... Uh what the language is called, but it, I think it's Hebrew. I'm almost Hebrew. certain it's Hebrew. Okay, cool. All right. So yeah, he, he put him, uh, Kanye put a picture out basically apologizing. And if you Google translate it, it's apology, mm. but he didn't do it in English. And so he was being slick with the shit. Right. So consequence came out and said, you know, we deserve an apology. How dare you apologize to these niggas before you apologize to the niggas that basically helps you to become the nigga that you are. We accept it being the little men while you become the richest one out of all of us. And we ain't never get an apology from your ass for anything you ever done. Said that's the biggest slap in the face and quotations you could give to your team. And never again say in public to or to others in private that you are alone. That's the biggest slap in your face that you could give to your team. I ain't gonna hold you. If I was GLC of Consequence, when I pulled up to Donda, when they was doing all that Donda shit, Kanye would have got his ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Why is that, though? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, what does Kanye owe this nigga? Consequence wrote all that college dropout shit. Con- yeah. Between Consequence, GLC, and Rhymefest, they wrote all that college early college dropout shit. Oh, for real? Kanye yeah. can't fucking rap. I ain't know. Yeah. My Kanye. bad. Hell yeah. <laughs> Kanye cannot fucking rap. Even I know Kanye is one of the, the, the no niggas to have nothing but writers. Yeah. Bro, you can tell when Kanye writes a verse right. versus when somebody else wrote it. Because it's night and day. Kanye West cannot fucking rap. So what does he owe this nigga, though? He wrote his rap. <laughs> Gee, uh, imagine you write all falls down. That's what I'm saying. He didn't pay him at all. Like, no, I'm sure he got paid and all. Right. I think got... it's more so just about like morals and, right. and, and and dignity. Like, damn, bro, you gonna apologize to this fucking community before you apologize to anything you've ever said? Because Kanye has he. There's videos of clips of him talking about how he should have never gave Pusha T that uh Daytona album. He should have mm-hmm. never gave Tiana Taylor. He basically said he gave. Was it uh, Pusha T, Tiana Taylor? It was a third person on his label. I thought it was four albums. Three he or did four, four albums, albums he gave in away. one year, and he yeah. produced it. And he said he should never gave none of those those albums. They were he gave them all uh, another dirty, twisted fantasy. My was that what that album? My called? black twisted. Yeah. He said he basically gave album. them the greatest albums that they ever got in their life, and he should have kept that shit to themselves. Yeah. Like after the fact of giving these these people, like he just he has his rents, and so he's gone on many rents, spitting on the people that has been in his. Right. I'm sorry, Kanye, but if you would have rapped on them Daytona beats, I wasn't listening to it. <laughs> Especially if you wrote it. The song that he rapped on on Tiana Taylor's album was trash. 
What did he rap on Pusha T's album? Let me go see. What you got to say, Turk? Because uh, you could look confused. I'm a Kanye yeah, fan. You know what I'm you saying? You say you're a Kanye fan? I can understand why he would apologize to the Jew. Because he kind of went hard and they were offended. Like, you know, I agree with everything that he was saying. About Speaking to the mic some more. My bad. I, I agree with everything he was saying about the industry and everything that was going along with it or whatnot. But... I don't. I understand the apology as well, though. Like, cause he offended some people. So, like, if you offend, just apologize. You know what I'm saying? But him not apologizing, and I'm like, fuck them, nigga. Consequence. Like, you got a bad. You probably got published. You know what I'm saying? All that type of shit. Like, what? He I, probably didn't. You get want pulled. me to apologize to you publicly? Cause I said some shit that somebody recorded on the low. Cause I know I saw the little Pusha T shit in the Tiana Taylor video clip when he was talking about them. Yeah. But if he really felt like that, like, how you can be mad at that nigga? You know what I'm saying? How like, do you spend months with some people creating this album? In Wyoming. <laughs> you got to build the context. You're told, in Wyoming. You told them to come do this shit. Mm-hmm. They didn't ask for this. You told them, come out okay. here, let's lock in. And do nothing. Okay, You're I in. Am, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that <laughs> you ever been wild. to Wyoming? <laughs> no. Nah, There's absolutely <laughs> nothing there. <laughs> nothing at all, bro, but for hundreds of miles. Said he apologized to them publicly, though? Is that if, what? If yes. you're going to do this public apology to some white people, why you can't do it to your actual community? And if you're going to shit on me publicly, apo- apologize to me publicly. So y'all think he owed a black community apology is what you no, nah, he no. owe whoever the fuck okay. think that yeah. they. No, nah, I don't need no apology from that nigga. I don't know the nigga. Right. <laughs> <No>. Yeah, anybody <laughs> who used the word black community is normally full of shit anyway. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, see, we never, we wasn't around when he was having his rants about slavery. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, slavery was a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you owe me an apology about that just because I'm passionate about slavery. That's fair. Yeah, I agree. I could agree with that. <laughs> I was going to try to spin it, but I ain't going to do it. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. Because <laughs> we really don't know what he meant by that shit. I don't got a dog in the fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I got what he was getting at, but uh, it's like, no, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. A don't topic. use them words. Yeah. Bro. yeah that, don't, don't do that. Don't you could have said what you wanted to say a hundred <laughs> different ways than saying slavery was a choice, dog. That's a fact. See, now, if you don't give... People like that that want to get on your platform and just say whatever come out they ass and push back. You actually don't help them learn where they are falling short and shit because y'all really can turn that into a conversation about. So if you say this is choice, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is what I mean. So that niggas can actually go back to the episode and get full context about what is going on in this nigga brain to say something as crazy as that. Because sometimes people do say shit. And I'm, I'm a victim of this. Where you say whatever is the simplest shit in your mind just to get your point off. And then you probably need some time to really reiterate what you mean with words that really mm-hmm. define what you exactly mean. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah, don't come out the right way. I got you. Yeah. I ain't going to hold you. If I'm if, if we on the pod and a nigga say slavery is a choice, I ain't digging deep on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know where that shit can go. Slavery a choice? All right, cool. Right. What you do last weekend, bro? <laughs> I'm good. No deep you don't know what's gonna come next. I'm good, bro. All right, we just uh, kicked off 2024, and we we're what are we seven days in? That's our Kobe year. Seven days in, we got the Cat Williams episode. <laughs> we got the nigga that jumped over the judge. That's crazy. <laughs> that you didn't want to talk about. Gypsy That's Rose crazy. came out, got out of jail. I gotta look into because I don't know who that person is. Yeah, that's a weird story. You that's, got. I don't got you, the full context. It's like she. 
her mom got killed by somebody no, and no, no. she didn't want she somebody to she basically killed her mom she killed her mom and then the dude wanted to have sex with the dead body but she said had sex with me or something like that uh, yeah, like I'm he raped her instead. <laughs> it's, it's I, I don't know, bro. That's about my five minute scroll on on that story. Once I saw dead bodies having the chance of being had sex with, I was good. I didn't get that part. I just, <laughs> See, I didn't get that I part. I just either, thought but. it was her boyfriend <laughs> yeah. helped her get rid of the people that was abusing her, so yeah. she had to get time in jail for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I found some whole other shit on yeah. Pepsi Rose. See, that's what that's what happened when you just be on YouTube getting your I'm, sources. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I was like, I I'm good. <laughs> Turk, hey, happy you? wait, happy Jan six, man. Man, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> you you saw people saying that's white people's Juneteenth. Happy Jan six to all my colonizer cousins, man. <laughs> uh, Turk. What's up? You said that you will watch a YouTube video that's, that tells you about the secrets of, under the in the ocean, right? Yeah. So would you say that you're a conspiracy theory? I mean, a conspiracy theorist. I am. I will happily say that I am, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I'm a, a you know, independent thinker, so I don't like to think about like just what's on the surface. So I like to you know deep dive on shit. If, if it makes sense to me, and the next point makes sense. I'm gonna keep going into you know the warm the mm -hmm. warm heart. I can't even get it out. But you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, I am a conspiracy theorist. For okay. sure. What's your favorite conspiracy? Give us one. Put us on game about something. Nine eleven, nigga. That's I was gonna say. I was I was just gonna say. Don't say Conspiracy. Anything but nine eleven. Um, it's a lot. You know. Give us I'm, a good I'm into, one. Like you know the shit that that Cat Williams was spitting, like that Hollywood shit, like. I don't think that shit is a conspiracy. I really think that they, they force people to do certain shit behind the scenes to, you know, keep their mouth shut. You know what I'm saying? And they can't say certain shit. Do I think that nigga, Kevin Hart, have a virgin butthole? No, I do not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is That's insane. So I agree with certain shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, question. Do you believe? <laughs> question about that. Go, go ahead, T. Because a lot of people believe in Illuminati. <laughs> a lot of people believe that the entertainment be on some gay shit, right? So, let's just use the example Cat Williams used about Harvey Weinstein wanted to suck his dick, right? Right. Harvey Weinstein has been proven to be an abuser. He's in jail for it. So, if Harvey Weinstein is on a casting couch with you, and he asks you to suck him off, or he suck you off, and he got a video, a, a camera recorder right there to record it all and use it later as a humiliation tactic... Do you not think with knowing Harvey Weinstein's uh, future, I mean, present today, of him being in jail for uh, sexually assaulting women, that if he was to ever actually use that video to humiliate you, he would also humiliate himself in the return? That ain't how that works. Yeah, I don't think you give a fuck at a certain point, you know what I'm saying, as long as you, you know what I mean, especially because he, I'm pretty sure a bunch of people know that he was a little sugary behind the scenes. So I don't, I think it's more so of the masculine people that, you know, they try to like, Embarrassing that aspect, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't look at it as gay; they look at it as a power thing, right? Like, have you seen In Too Deep, the movie? Yeah, yeah. When LL Cool J stuck the pool stick up dude ass and shit, okay? Or like in Belly when they made dude strip in the basement, uh -huh. like that. That gay shit is all about power. It's weird. It's old nigga weird shit, like sharing condoms. Okay, that's right. I, I. I never got it. I never understood doing gay shit as a power thing. Uh -huh. 
I'd rather just beat your ass, but other people got other ways, I guess. Yeah. They said that Diddy used to do that to a lot of people, but I, I do think it's for humiliation, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I think they do record that shit and keep it on in the tuck. You know? But they will have to share it in there in the video. So unless you put a mask over your face, we're now going to see you next to a P. Diddy doing gay shit. So who, now we got to see both of y'all being gay. But who gets talked about more, Kevin Hart or... A Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein is going to get talked about in the white community. Kevin Hart's going to get talked about in the black community. The greater community might talk more about Kevin Hart, but y'all, we don't know what white people actually value and what our community actually values. And so, because the same conversation about uh, Cat Williams saying, like, they put black men in dresses when you want to accumulate some type of success. They say you got to be a woman role first, right? Mm -hmm. White actors also go through that same thing. So right. what makes it different for them to have to, Adam Sandler was a a, a woman, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Like there's movies where they go through the same. They do women roles as well. Why don't we see that differently? Because we don't view white people as as masculine as black people. No, because black people run shit. Right. Everybody cares what black people do. But white white people. They don't have convers. Well, I'm not gonna say that because I don't know what white people talk about. But they talk it, about black people, so they don't care about their white actors being addresses. No, they all. care about niggas. <laughs> they only black people run shit. We are the talking point. See, I, I can't, I can't agree with that because we don't know what the hell they really talk about, yeah. what they care about. I this is just like our assumption. They force us to care about certain shit like that, you know, masculinity and shit like, yeah, you know what I mean, certain shit. But like you said, I never even thought about it, you know, on the other end with white people because. I never thought of, you know, uh, Robert Williams, what's his name, Robert? Yeah, Robert Williams. Or him being like, you know, getting in that room or anything like yeah. that. I just, it's just a white nigga that's funny as hell. But when you see black people like Martin and them, you actually think about like, damn, why is this nigga in the dress? Because you don't want to see a man, a black man like that, you know, and then in, think in, about in that the, type of light, essentially. And then think about the different type of movies between like what white actors do and what black act- actors do. It's more black people acting in movies where they fucking thugs, drug dealers, anything that's violent versus white people. Okay. That's the direction I was going to go in. Um, I think it more so has to do with how black people have been um, depicted in movies. Uh-huh. So when you see like um, in earlier films, there's either like the maid or a savage or yeah. a thug or somebody. And it's like, all right, now you got to wear a dress. So I think that's why people who criticize the comedians who do it is more so on that side. Like, I don't know, viewed as a negative image kind of thing. But it'd be funny to me. Like, I get, <laughs> I get, that's, I get that's where you, I was going to get yeah, at. I, I get what you be saying. I you're love saying, Norbert like, as Respucia. Yeah. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, you don't hear with, I guess, white actors, but I guess white actors never had to, oh, why is he being viewed like yeah. this? Yeah. Robert Williams was a great yeah, Miss so. Doubtfire. Exactly, but I think he could be funny without the dress too, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you need. He is. I don't think Robin Williams funny as fuck. So what? What are we supposed to do with that statement, though? Yeah, he can play without being a woman. He's great acting without being a woman. But the nigga was asked to be a woman, and he chose to be a woman. He did a great job at it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I ain't saying that now, I don't. I'm just saying. Like, it's crazy we got to take away from that. That nigga gay. <laughs> That's crazy. No, I'm, not gay. I'm not saying that anybody that put on a dress is gay. It's just like a common theme, though, in Hollywood. Yeah. Like, you go to that next level once you put that dress on. That happened for a lot of these, you know, entertainers. Martin, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Kevin Hart. Anybody you could think of that went reached that next level, like, they, they put a fucking dress on. I think it's more so just with comedians, though. Uh-huh. Like, 
I don't know if Denzel ever wore a dress. Nah, nah he never did, but Wesley yeah. Snipes did. Denzel, yeah, that nigga. Denzel. Wesley, like I was finna say, Wesley Snipes is the only person I can think of. I'm, I don't think I've ever seen Samuel Jackson in a dress. Okay, so why do yeah. you think that is more so for comedians instead of like drama based or action uh, actors? I think comedians, I don't know. It's like. Because they yeah, might have the worldly, skill. They're worldly yeah. renowned and worldly <laughs> liked versus a motherfucking. Kane and O-Dog from Men's to Society that's really only appreciated in the black community. How many black, you know, entertainers reached that level too, though? I mean, The Rock would had on a dress before. Like, the people that actually reached that plateau, I feel like they actually, they, they all pretty much had a dress on once upon a time in a movie or a TV show. Or and it could be they just good actors. Right? That's what I was about to say. <laughs> like, we watch these people on stage impersonate people. Jamie Foxx impersonate anybody. You don't think he can do a role where he impersonate as a woman? Yeah, Jamie is a, Jerry, Jamie Foxx is the most talented human being ever, man. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing he can't do. I, you know, salute to yeah. Jamie Foxx. I hope that nigga Some up. people like, I don't think Kevin Hart, not, not to, you know, nitpick or, you know, point out somebody, but Kevin Hart's not that funny. You know what I'm saying? Everybody think he is like hilarious and shit, but I feel like it's funnier people out there than him that can actually be in the same position that he's in that can get more laughs than he gets. You know what I'm saying? Now, That's another story. Now, before we go too far off, I did want to say, like, you brought up Miss Doubt, Miss Doubtfire and how Robin Williams wouldn't be, don't nobody care like, like that because he in a dress. Minister Society came out that same year. Mm-hmm. If Kane or O-Dog would have starred in some shit, 95, 96, where they had a dress on, mm-hmm. they'll be looked at way different than Miss Doubtfire was. Because look at what they coming he off He has of. movies before Miss Doubtfire, so we don't, we're not introduced to him as Miss Doubtfire. We're not, but he doesn't have an aggressive movie like Minister Society where the first five minutes you shooting a nigga in the head. I mean, that's just contrast. That's a crazy contrast to be shooting somebody and then your next movie you're in a dress. Like, that's just crazy. Why would you make that decision for yourself for that to be your follow-up? Because it's a role. You no, gotta, you're you dumb gotta as act. shit. <laughs> why would that be your follow-up movie after you just did Minister Society? That's why I say it's more so on a comedian. Like, I, I don't think O'Dawg's ever played in a comedy. Alright, so CB4 came out that same year and Chris Rock wore a dress in, that, in the same movie. A comedian. A comedian. A comedian. You ain't on the same. We we talk about comedians. (laughs) Right. The question was, what's the difference between comedians and actors that aren't comedians? Why does it seem like comedians are the ones that are in those roles where they impersonate as women? Because actors are too, though. I mean, like we can't really name a lot of black actors that reach that level. Even Lorenz Tate, he's a great actor, but he ain't no fucking Denzel. He ain't on that level of like you know Denzel, mm-hmm. Jim Carrey, Carrey and them. You know what I'm it's saying? It's really. But I feel like because comedians make you laugh, and more people like to laugh versus being drawn into drama or want to be taken to a serious place. I just think it makes sense to put Eddie Murphy in a dress over Denzel Washington. So why Denzel Washington never been in a dress? Because he don't play that shit. It don't make sense. <laughs> he don't it play don't that make, shit. Don't make sense. Dizzle don't play that oh, shit. If, if y'all think that all of these comedians right. is lack integrity and they don't know how to say no for themselves, why Dizzle Washington is not in the same boat? Why Samuel L. Jackson not in the same boat? Why uh, Angela Bassett's husband not in the same boat? All these other actors that yeah. aren't comedians, why they just have so much integrity they can say no? But these comedians can't. Different morals. Yeah, you, exactly. you could buy a nigga ethics. <laughs> right. You could buy ethics. You can buy a nigga ethics easier than you can buy some pussy. Right. I think this. It theory, didn't make sense for Wesley Snipes to be in the dress at all. Like Wesley did was that nigga. Like, it did it. <laughs> but Wesley Snipes is cancel like, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
Sit I, your five dollar ass down before I make change. I love a good conspiracy theory, but this one from since I've been young just never made sense yeah. to me to be like something that like yeah these niggas gay they no like <laughs> oh I, it makes sense now that I'm older and I can think for myself I can see why you asked this nigga to be Big Mama right. We had a movie. He said, come play side to side with me. He wanted me to wear a dress. He pulled out Big Mama House, too. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. That shit hilarious. was funny as hell. We gonna be good cop, bad cop. Yeah. He handed me Big House, Big Mama House, too. <laughs> Y'all don't... Okay, last question. Why did Martin Lawrence do Big Mama, Big Mama 2, when he already did his women role with being... Uh, Marquisha, what's it? What's the? Sh- he probably just liked that, that shit. shit. Exactly. <laughs> he, the nigga can't make a choice for himself. Like, why you think he still need to elevate and do those roles? I mean, maybe you got to get put on to doing that stuff first. Just, just like Tone said, you know, sometimes people got to be, you know, you got to bring them <laughs> in. So once you brought in, it's like, why not? Why not? Why not partake in this? And I can get good more more good roles too. You get the best of both worlds. Some dudes that just probably want to play one because, like, I think I don't think that they brought Shanae to Martin. He probably wants to do that. You know that character yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. And that shit was hilarious. Yeah, you know, it's legendary. Yes. So I can understand some of that shit. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> like I said, the shit that that don't make sense. Like, why does nigga got a dress on right now? Like, why did Kevin Hart wear a dress on SNL? That just made no sense to me. You know what I'm saying? That nigga just had the dress on, waving and shit. I just didn't understand that at all. You know I just feel like since Kevin Hart is as big as he is, you don't think that he should have got a whole movie when he was a woman instead of just a skit on SNL? Nah, you know what I'm saying. Come on, now, <laughs> all of these greats was women because I, I don't feel like time in the. I don't feel like time spent in the dress matters. Right. I feel like the platform you're on in the dress matters. SNL one is probably still one of the biggest TV shows in the world. So five minutes on SNL. I'll probably be totally different than an hour and a half in a movie that's pro- that could or could not flop. But I feel like that's a moment in Kevin Hart's career where we will forget and not remember unless you just really these conspiracy theorists that just all <laughs> these niggas be addressing. Like, we're going to think of all of these things that Kevin Hart has been in and not think of that as soon as yeah. we think about Kevin Hart's career. Because, yeah, that's not one of the first things. Yeah, that don't come to my mind. Exactly. We're going to think about somebody, Tyler Perry and Medea. And somebody but we, bring it up. And then I'll I'm be watching a YouTube video, so that shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be hearing it all the time. Okay. Turk, you got any questions for us before we get over to the mental health segment? No. Uh something we ain't touched that you probably want to touch on. It's something, yeah, you did it say is you, something you said I wanted earlier. To, it's something I wanted to touch on um that I was talking to uh, one of my homegirls about. We was talking about like the different type of betrayals cuz in my life, I feel like I've never been betrayed by, like, a, a family member or, like, a, you know, a male friend or anything. All my betrayals came in, like, a relationship. For must me. be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what Must be so nice. I, I wanted to ask y'all, what, what does betrayal look like to y'all? And, like, what type of betrayals? Like, y'all don't have to, you know, get personal. Oh, no, we, we get personal. We get personal. What type of betrayals <laughs> have y'all dealt with in y'all life that y'all see as, like, you know, extremely hurtful to y'all? You know what I'm saying? Man. I don't, I don't know if I'll call this betrayal. But, like, me and my pops used to be super close. And then one day he was like, yeah, bro, you wasn't playing. <laughs> and I was like, this is, 
I don't like you no more. Yeah, and then from there, it just, I'm sorry. I was like, I don't think it's betrayal, but it's like right. it's a hard you, pill for you to swallow. Yeah, you right. flipped on me, bro. Like you could have kept that in the tuck. You know um, what I'm saying? We rocking out. Why you have to do that? So was it just random? And he just said that to you? I felt it was intentional. Okay. I, I, I felt like something triggered him to tell me that. Okay. But he didn't deliver it in an angry tone. Okay. My pops wasn't built like that. Okay. I always ask my people's like my my. Cousin Ma, mm-hmm. he says that his son, he didn't want his son. And I said, mm-hmm. would you ever tell your son? He said, hell yeah, if he ever asked me. I told <laughs> if him. If he asked him. I ain't your asked daddy, this You nigga. ain't asked your daddy. So no. why the fuck he say that to you? Exactly. That's why I'm like, maybe he was triggered to, to do that. You know? Like, nah, bro. And then y'all had a good com- a good relationship, right? Up to that point? Or yeah, y'all did that it? was my dude. Yeah, there's no that, need for him to say that to you. Yeah. I don't hate this nigga. Why I'm telling him this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I had a cousin steal my blunt roaches. Okay. That's betrayal. <laughs> if you'll do that to a nigga, you'll kill him. Uh, speaking of that, that's one thing that I was, I was talking about with her. I was like, because my uncle and you know, my cousin stole from me before, but I don't look at stealing as like a sense of betrayal. I don't, I'm not a thief, you know what I'm saying? But I've been, like, my family members have been stealing from me and, like, my, my brothers and shit, like, our whole lives. So stealing we don't, what exactly? Just anything, because we always been, like, the spoiled kids and had more than everybody in our family, so we was just used to people, like, Taking our shit when they visit it, you know what I'm saying? Like it might be a video game, it might be a toy. It oh, you a be, good one. It might be anything, but it's like the way we came up, we looked at it like, man, they they fucked up. That we got more than them. It's high, it's whatever. But I don't look at that as a sense of betrayal. But it, every, I mean, when I was talking to her, she like that is betrayal. Yeah, it is. It's a fucked yeah. up that you made that norm. You normalize that shit. Yeah. So, you know, I just wanted to get that off. The oh, exactly. yeah, I was going to say that exact scene right. like, <laughs> I feel why you wouldn't trip. Yeah. Right. But like in my world, we got video games, Christmas birthdays. That's it. Mm-hmm. So you steal some shit from me in March. Right. And I got to wait till December to get a new right, game. Right. I'm on your ass, bro. Right. <laughs> Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> Using right. games as an example, my mom, we went through. Tri- uh, trials and tribulations mm. with like we experienced homelessness before shit like that right mm. so did we your had mom a- play video games who your mom <laughs> nah okay go on long story short we had to live with our uh, her younger sister my auntie for uh, at least a year and I had she had a son KJ and me and him was like this growing up but I was just older than him by like four years uh, but the game and basketball is what kept us close to each other so long story short I just feel like we had this this rivalry between each other, uh, we both enjoy the same shit. So we both wanted to be good at it, I guess. So long story short, we both enjoyed 2K. We played, I got the newest <laughs> 2K every year. My mama, she doing what she got to do to make sure you don't ends meet. Uh, we, me and him slept in the same room together for a year. This nigga, uh, we, we both, the newest 2K came out, I think it was 2K12 maybe, or 11. My mama bought this nigga 2K and did not give me 2K first. What the fuck? Right? <laughs> and right. I was so, I felt so betrayed. I was so hurt. I was so hurt. What and was I, her reasoning? Right. My, my mom has this weird thing, and a lot of people in our communities had this, like, a uh, loyalty to family. Mm-hmm. Like, right. keeping the shit under the rug. Whatever happens in this family stays in this family. And my mom, she just was always, like, this, this person that did for other people so much and then she, we could be dead ass on our last like piece of bread, and she'll still get some bread to uh, get extra away. I'm like, and I hated that shit growing up. Yeah, you feel me? And she, that was just one of her moments of doing that. The little nigga asked for a game. I feel like she might have did it because we in her his mom's crib. She opened her door up to us, so maybe she mm-hmm. felt like you feel me. I could do this for my nephew. 
Fuck that nigga. Oh, Give me yeah. my game first. I was hurt. Well, honestly, have my, if, if, if I was in your shoes and my mom explained it to me like that, I would have been cool with it. I wouldn't. Because the game's still in the crib. I wouldn't. Because he has a father that is in his life and cares and do for him. And he has a mother that does the same thing. That nigga, one of his parents could have got him a 2K. You did not need to be the one. Right. <laughs> I so, feel you. <laughs> she, she still feel that betrayal. I do. I do. I was a wise kid, man. Right. Like, I just knew shit at a young age. And I knew uh, my auntie had good choices of baby daddies. <laughs> you did not. So. Gee, I let my cousin borrow my Matrix game, The Matrix. And he let somebody else borrow it. I never seen that shit again. Oh, that's, that's how it always happens. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I ain't loaned out turn. another right. game. I ain't going back out. to you. What's up? You What's said up? that all your betrayals has came from relationships. Yeah. So what, girls cheating on you or friendships too? Or just per- nah, like romantic? Just, it's just romantic relationship. Yeah, and that's a sense like cheating. Like, I mean, I cheated a lot in my life. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. I still felt betrayed when they cheated on me and shit. So <laughs> insane. That is insane. Boy, Boy man, like a motherfucker, you know man. But yeah, that's that's the only sense of betrayal. But like you said, I normalize a lot of you know fucked up shit, and I'm a very forgiving person. Like uh-huh. a person would steal from me, and I still go around them type shit. Like I don't I don't look at that as like it's a big deal, it's a deal break. I gotta you know get you out of my life type shit are you still like that yeah i am to this day you know what i'm that saying that is insane that's yeah that's very i mean you're i get around somebody to still get invited to my crib but you know i i still meet up with you we going to have a drink or something like that cuz i don't look at it like that man you know people they they fucked up in in times you know what i'm saying like just because they fucked me over don't mean i can't still be cool with them you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's how I, I, I got a question for you what up what if i stole that coffee table y'all use on hood spit what you like can we still hang out yeah, nigga. I mean, if you asked me for it, I would have gave it to you. you I'm not going to ask you I'm for it. So. I'm just going to take it. Hey, I would have been like, you should have asked, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? But you can't come back to my house. You know what I'm saying? But we can meet out for a drink and chop it up. You know what I'm saying? Like we, I'm going to just move around you differently, but I'm not going to, you know, exit you out of my life completely. Type here, you know what would you stop me if you're there? What? Like, what if I just, like... Took your coffee table. Oh, I'm ready to knock your ass out, nigga. Just keep it a bean. Like, I ain't no pussy. You know what I'm saying? I'm just. Yeah, that you know, is different. <laughs> I got a soft heart in certain shit. And stealing has just never really been a. I'm not, like I said, I've never stolen in my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sweat right hand to God. But still, people steal from me all the time. Like, it just happens. You know what I'm saying? Not like it's probably been years because nobody come to my crib. But I'm just talking about when I was they in keep college. Stealing from you, so when you I was in college, <laughs> when I was in college and high school and shit, like yeah, I just had a little bit more than people. So you know, if a little weed was on the table, that shit might be gone. And you know, of course, I was upset. But like, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? I move on essentially. You know I mean? Would you say that the people that steals from you are more than likely black? That ain't fair. No, nah, really. I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. I really do. Because I hug around a lot of white people too, man. You know what I'm saying? I told y'all I went to Maryville. I went okay. to Bloomington. Like, I actually lived with white people for a long time. Like, let's keep it a big. They still too. Them niggas ain't, you know what I'm saying? They okay. niggas too. You know what I mean? Let's keep it a buck. Okay, the reason why I <laughs> asked you that question is because of proximity. Whoever is around you is what's going to happen mm-hmm. to Whoever is around you or you allow in your space is who's able to hurt you the most. Mm-hmm. So, um, if we had to use black on black crime as an example, black on black crime is not real. If you're in a lower income community and you're around nothing but black people, mm-hmm. why would you ever expect expect white people to come to your hood and steal from you? Right. You feel me? So or kill you. Or kill you. You know, you right. might get popped by a black nigga. 
That that's your neighbor. More than likely, you're gonna get shot by someone black. Yeah. White people steal weed too, man. Let's keep it a buck. I got some weed stolen from about some white people. <laughs> I'm talking about like, hey, not just a joint, nigga. I'm talking about like a zip. You like know what some, bu- oh, that's what like I'm saying. Some real shit. You know what nigga mean? stole some balls from me. That's a different. Yeah, I couldn't tell which white person it was, so you know. Beat all of them up. <laughs> I wanted to. One by one. one. Do them like, like Jody them. and them did on Baby Boy. I'm just talking about the different type of betrayals. Like, what type of, what's some other type of betrayals that y'all think y'all seen? Like, as far as like friendships? Like, have one of your friends ever crossed you in the way? Y'all yeah. talking about y'all parents? I got it, Jonesy. Hell yeah. You said you got it? I got it. Go ahead, gang. So, long story short, I, I see similarities in what you're saying and something I used to be. And I, I'm sure you're probably older than me. Yeah, I'm 26. 34. Okay. So, from probably zero to 22. Is where I feel like I was just like you. I'll let niggas do stuff to me because I have that compassion that they probably have less than. Or, oh, they mama was a drug addict and, and an alcoholic. So that's why that they just fucked up. So maybe I should have some, you know, some compassion for them to make mistakes. You know, that's what I used to be like. And so I would let a lot of people do shit to me that I would never do. But, you know, I didn't come from for where they come from. So I had a best friend, the same best friend that left the voice message that I was talking about last episode. That same best friend, she, her first issue with me was she tried to come up on a shorty that I expressed to her that I liked. She tried to get on with her, and that was the my first love, you feel me? <clears throat> and she basically put a wedge between me and old girl because she told the girl something that I told her in confidence, basically saying, like, you feel me? I don't really think I like the girl as much because she playing hard to get. That's what I told her. Right. And so she told her, and me and her fell out big over that because I find out that she told her it just out of nowhere for no fucking reason. Yeah. That's the first issue we had, and she just went through our whole senior high school telling everybody that we fell out over a girl when we fell out because you being dishonest and disloyal to me. Mm-hmm. And she even went, she told the entire community, her grandma, coaches, everybody, we mm-hmm. fell out over a girl, and this is my last year of high school basketball. She, she fucked up my whole little, well, not her, but everybody did. But she fucked up my whole senior at basketball just because of that one situation that she did herself that right. messed up our team chemistry on the basketball team because I wasn't fucking with her mm-hmm. until she apologized for doing some shit that she shouldn't have never did. Right. Long story short, she just kept doing shit to me as I kept allowing her to come back into my life because I had uh, sympathy for her, empathy for her. Cause she came up from a very rocky uh, upbringing that I didn't used to see myself going uh, through the same uh, streamline as her. My mom's an alcoholic. My dad's an alcoholic, mm. but I guess I just didn't see them to be as worse as her actual mother was. Right. Mm-hmm. So I used to give her excuses <clears throat> to do fucked up shit, but you've never seen me do anything close to anything she's ever did to me. So it took, took for me to get to his age to be like, she just recently texted me and said, hey, let's, you know, link up and catch up. Mm-hmm. I know I'm the, I'm the, I know I'm the issue, right. but let's see if we can reconnect again. <clears throat> and I just, did, I never responded because you got to do that shit to those people that just don't seem to get right. Yeah, I got you. I feel what you're saying. And when you say let people do so, it make it sound a lot worse. Because yeah. if I know the person did, I'm going to beat your ass and then we can be, it ain't like, you know, I'm still from Concord. We got we to gotta handle that first, but we can be cool afterwards. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. off general purposes. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to scrap it up for two minutes. But 
I understand what you're saying because I, I didn't even look at it that way until you just said let people do shit to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like, damn, do I let motherfuckers? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's I, how I'm feeling now. You know what I'm saying? The nigga steal from you, you just can't come in my house. Right. But you can come outside. You be on the outside of the door, I say hi to you. Fuck right. no. Right. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say hi to you you're either. Not with him at all. <laughs> you're not trustworthy. I ain't yeah. going to, I don't want to be your partner no more. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to kick you with your skate with your nuts. Right, right. Get the fuck off my porch. <laughs> right. <laughs> You gotta be that extreme because some people really are lost and they just can't be saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These little niggas gotta be put down for good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you gotta do with people that steal from you. Right. But I ain't honestly, I ain't never been betrayed in a relationship. Really? Never, you don't bro. Know that you ain't been betrayed. One of them yeah, thoughts cheated yeah. on your yeah. Yeah. Never. I can say the same about my friend. Like, I'll say, like, I don't think I've been betrayed by a friend, but one of my homeboys probably cracked one of my girls back in the day. Let's keep it a being. Like, mm-hmm. it happens so often, you will never know unless they want you to know, essentially. Yeah. So, you, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey. But you don't ever feel like a girl, never nah. known of a girl cheating on you before? Because I, I only been in two relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, I, only, I, ain't, I ain't one of them serial dating-ass niggas that just right. date, 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 girlfriend. Date, 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 friend with benefit, benefit. roster of hoes. Date, date, date. But nah, even, that shit's annoying. Even a girl you courting. Like, what if you trying to court a girl and she just start talking to another nigga? You don't think that's I like... I mean, she's supposed to. Y'all she's supposed to. That ain't mine. Right. Okay. She don't belong yeah. to me. Nah, that's hey, a good that's, that's a good combo. She though. do not belong right. to me. Give me the, whatever undivided time and space you give you give to I, me during that time. That's ours. It's an. I feel like courting is kind of uh, you know a form of dating. You know what I'm saying? Because you're invested. I you're taking like, her out yeah. on dates, and nigga, you holding the door like you doing shit that you do in a relationship. So. Like, but now y'all you, don't want you with nobody else, goddammit. Like, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't even have another nigga you should be talking to, especially <laughs> if I'm taking you to fucking roof crew, whatever we going. You know what I'm saying? Now like, you shouldn't look at it as an investment. Yeah. Because it's a it's a relationship. You should, you only should spin and do or and exercise whatever you want yeah. to without like expecting anything every back. Every relationship but respect. is an investment, though. You know what I'm saying? I think it could be an investment. <laughs> And also uh, acknowledge that you could have a bad, like, an expense on your return. What you ain't say? supposed to make a profit. I mean, you're not going to make a profit off yeah. everything you invest in. Right. Yeah? And that's just a part of the game. So treat that as, as dating, too, if you view it as an investment. You don't think every relationship is an investment? I think so. Yeah. You, you, I, I think everything is an investment. Yeah. You gonna you putting something in, and yeah, you probably expect something back, but that expectation is why you're left feeling without in in some way. And you probably, I just said that that's one of the things I told my counselor just to walk without expectation, so that I'm not as disappointed anymore. That's yep. hard to do. It is. Well, why don't you think it's an investment? Because we, because we just we. As long as we both showing up to the relationship, I'm cool. I, I spend whatever because I expect you to do the same thing. Nah, and when I'm, you not, I'm done. I'm just not talking about financial. I'm just talking about you, you know. Yeah, like anything. Right. You don't see it as an investment. Nah. Right. Until we exclusive, you could do whatever you want. Now, Even in business. I would like for you to be transparent. That's a lot of things niggas don't do. Women and men, when I say niggas, they're not transparent. They, they don't tell you that they're talking to five people right now. You one of them, and you are on the second round of interviews. You feel me? They don't tell you that. They, you, uh, but did just you, you ask? You also need to ask to be, and you, you better be, re- and you better ask with the intent to wanting to know the answer. The and truth. You better ask very clearly. Don't ask if you don't really want to know the truth. And the truth is, yes, I am talking to more than just you. Right. Ask if you want that to be the answer. I see. I'm different in that way. I don't. I can't mess with a woman that can 
talk to two niggas or multiple niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's not the woman I want a wife, essentially. You know what I mean? But if we just kicking it, you can talk to whatever fuck you want to. How you gonna but do I, your wife in a week? Bro, you don't even gotta you I'm talking, talking about to him. I'm talking about if we talking for a month and you ain't cut everybody off, whatever the nigga, because if you got two niggas, if you got a roster, I don't know if I can wife you. You know what I'm saying? You on probation at your job for three months. Yeah, you don't, you know, don't know if you're going to make really a career like out of that. What does that mean, though? I just you feel like you should, if you seek in a relationship with one person, why the fuck you need to talk to three people? I feel you. But I feel like that type of exclus- exclusivity should come after a certain time period. Yeah. Now, you put a right. month on it, cool. It, whatever your time period right. is yeah. is whatever your yeah. time period is. Yeah. But I do feel like once one of y'all make the intentions clear, like, hey, I'm trying to rock rock with you, then that person should start the process. Because they ain't finna, you ain't finna tell somebody on Thursday, hey, I'm trying to rock out solely with you. Yeah. And then on Friday, they 100% single. Yeah. End yeah. relationships yeah, I don't, don't feel cut like, like something that. you even ask. I just feel like it's something you feel, essentially. Nah, you, know? you gotta ask. Like, you, you have to ask. ask you know what I mean? Like, what you, you gotta have to ask. You have to make your intentions <laughs> the same clear. Way you add, we, we talking about this, and we uh-huh. all got different views. Imagine we all dating each no gay shit, right? Cool. No homo <laughs> for y'all. Imagine we all dating each other, and we all got different views on what dating is. Mm-hmm. We ain't never had a conversation. We just dated, right? And so now you finna get like, damn, what you mean? You need three more months to figure me out. Right. I, I know. I, I feel like I like you in a month. You overly in love with them, and yeah. they barely like you. Yeah. And you didn't take the one month, two month, three month, four month, whatever, to ask no questions, to make no intentions clear, nothing. You just going with the flow like a lot of people do. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking right. about the woman I want to date. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? I don't want her talking to multiple people. I don't want a woman that's, like, you know, capable of being in two, three different relationships. Like, I don't want that. So if you got that going on, I don't know if we're going to take it to the well, next step. Are you, you know the type to only talk to one at a time? See, I'm, we're not talking about See? It. See, <laughs> no. Everything you said, I ain't talking with no more. No. We're not talking, we talking about what I, what you I see. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You, you, know what saying? you literally can't well, do you that. Can. I mean, you, you can. Shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah. Why can't you, though? Like, why, why shouldn't you, though? Because why do you expect... Her to talk to one person, and those aren't, and that's not how you move. You, no, it doesn't work like that. Because I know what I want, essentially. You know what I'm saying? I don't want a woman that can be outside, man. That's you just are what you attract. But you outside. Yeah, you outside. outside. I go to church. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. <laughs> hey, hey, they All right. in church. You, know they do you can be with a roster too. in church. Yeah, that shit sure. ain't safe. That shit is not safe. Niggas, it's not hose, safe. The hoes is in church, too. But you That's can definitely fact. be on a roster. But essentially, you are what you attract. So if you talk to three, four girls at the same time, mm-hmm. Whenever you go date somebody, you're probably going to date somebody to talk to two, three people at the same time. Do y'all really believe in that shit? Yes. You yes. Are what yes. you attract type yes. of shit? Yes. yes. I don't believe yes. it. I move you, in the line. You alignment. literally kept right. having people in your environment that betray you and you wasn't viewing it as betrayal. But why I keep having niggas steal from me? It's more like family members, you know what I'm saying, than like friends. Like I ain't never had a friend steal from me. It's like my family members always, like from like, like you said, I was a shorty up until my, my bad. When I was a shorty up until high school, like they used to steal shit, but never a friend. Probably so, but I wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, you probably. I don't think that I'm. I am what I attract, though. You know what I'm saying? I think I attract some 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 different shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Essentially, it's it's, it's, it's gonna be fried right. chicken, 
baked chicken, grilled chicken, <laughs> sauteed chicken. But at the end of the day, if you a chicken and you like chicken, you gonna attract some type of chicken. Uh, I don't know. So you need to go ahead and you know what right. I'm saying, drop the roster or drop the you know what I'm saying, the two three at no a time. Roster, man. I'm or, just saying. Yeah, you know, you just <laughs> take it one at a time. Right. No, I got you. I follow. Following y'all, man. All right, all right. That's how you could not end up in bull bullshit too. Like some of my homies ask me, like, how do I not end up in as much bullshit with women? Because if I'm only talking to one woman or I'm only focused on one woman, even if I met you today and it's day seven, I'm gonna know about day seven if I actually like you. Cause you're the only person that I've been talking to and focused on. Yeah. If I'm rotating between two, three women, all right, I'm talking to one chick Monday, Tuesday, talk to this one Wednesday, Thursday, go hang out with this one Friday, Saturday. Now when I double back to the one that I just talked to on Monday, it had been time lapse in between communication. That's we ain't I'm, really talking. Contradicting y'all nah. I'm now. not. Because I, I, I talked to eight girls at one time when COVID hit. I don't, bro. I chose the wrong one out of the. <laughs> I chose the wrong one. Because I spent the most time with her, but I ain't really spent face See? to face time with right. the other ones. I was just FaceTiming and shit talking, but. See? And I chose the wrong one. Right. Why do you feel you need to do that, though? Like, you need to talk to multiple people just to weed out the good and the I bad. I didn't need T. to do I that. You. I was oh. trying it for the first time because mm. I'm a relationship-ass nigga. Right. So I tried to do that. Mm. That ain't nope. how I operate. Right. And that did not help me choose the right one okay. in the end, too. Right. Now, imagine if you spent, we'll just go 16 weeks because you said eight people. Let's just say you spent 16 weeks, right? Yeah. And between the 16 weeks, you talked to one person for two weeks. Uh-huh. You don't think that would have gave you enough time or leeway to go, we probably ain't going to work. Or this probably who I should be invested in. Oh, yeah. I know immediately when I feel like I can keep rocking out with somebody the first day. Niggas don't really get past getting their number in my phone. It's, niggas don't get their number in my phone. <laughs> so right. those eight people, they just got, they had me on social media and some of them got to my phone. Right. Being yeah. a Freaking thought. I was. I was. So y'all have never cheated in a relationship? Yep. You made it seem like you was Mr. Faithful over here. <laughs> Hell no, I ain't here. <laughs> now I am. Right. It, it, it took that one time, right. bro. The anxiety that came with cheating. I'm like, yeah, I'd never do this shit but again. But you know what you did? You asked him the question to answer instead of you just assuming yeah, the nigga right. could be yeah. cheated. Yeah. Yeah, nah, bro. The anxiety that come with cheating ain't worth it, bro. At all. I Because no. cause I try to live as fear as possible. So it's like. Yeah. I don't even want to cross that line. Right. That shit was whack. I've in, I, I'm sure I've indirectly cheated on people. Like, my exes could be like some... Uh, like, my first ex, she ain't like my best friend. She thought that she was basically my girlfriend, but without sex. <laughs> so, to her, she probably thought I was cheating on her. And when you look back on pictures and shit, like, Shorty was on me way too much than she should have been. Right. So, she could say I cheated on her, but... I didn't direct, like, I didn't go to it wanting to cheat and say, hey, yeah, I'm finna go text my best friend, your ass fat. Like, I didn't do shit like that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, nah, I don't think I've really cheated on nobody. She probably felt betrayed, though. She did. Yeah, she she probably definitely did. did. That was a huge issue. Yep, it took one time, bro. I don't see how niggas be serial daters and cheaters, bro. Like, you a different type of nigga, bro. I cannot, bro. Them two weeks was hell for me, bro. Man, lying is hard. Lying and keeping up the lie is so irritating. I ain't even have to lie. Yeah. That's what used to fuck me up, bro. We still rocking out, bro. Everything's still peachy. I'm like, bro, yeah. I am a piece of shit, bro. <laughs> yeah. Anytime my phone ring, because how, how he laid in the bed, my phone would be on her side. Nigga, anytime that motherfucker went, mm, panic. my heart is racing. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, bro, I can't live my life like this. Yeah. I was I was relieved when I got caught. Yeah. 
That was a moment of relief, bro. I'm like, thank God, bro. I'm yeah. fucking free. Yeah. I ain't been back since. One thing I will say, when you talk about dating uh, and you see people like converse about um, cheating and people talk about they go through phones and shit. Mm-hmm. The thing that I said earlier, don't ask a question unless you really want the answer. And don't go snooping for shit you don't yeah. want to find. I think that's for both sexes. I done seen niggas get so appalled when they see what the girl really was doing behind the scenes. <laughs> Just because she went through your phone and you don't do that shit. Right. But you figured it out. It's like, oh, you know, you wasn't ready for that truth. You ain't want that for real. You would have been good without knowing she did all of that after y'all broke up. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. I don't think nobody want to Keep it on the low. That nigga was spitting. <laughs> that nigga was spitting, bro. I don't want to know. Yeah. All right. I got two Res- mental health questions before we close out. Respect me enough to keep it a secret, bro. If I find out, you disrespectful. Yeah. That shit will scar you for life, for real. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I feel you. I wouldn't want to know neither, though. Nah, I learned I got cheated on from a tear reader. <laughs> what the for fuck? Real? She read my palm. And she said, was there any emotional, I mean, was there any uh, infidelity in your relationship? I said, no, nah, she'll not cheat on me. And she said, okay, was it emotional? I said, you got me. And I asked her, she said, it could have been. Nah, ho, you cheated on me. That's crazy. That made me had to really, like, heal some more. Like, damn, damn. we already fell out on some fuck shit. Now this, that's crazy. That is crazy. That- yeah. I ain't into that card reading shit. That yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, 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 it's a different beast. <laughs> I do not want to know what you know about me. I, I, I trolled with it and got scared. I got a quick story about that, real quick. Dude, uh, it was a woman that got her uh, a tarot reading from a, a lady, and she told her her, her longtime boyfriend then would never marry her. And so, old girl, she went to tell her longtime boyfriend that, and dude reached out to the Terry. It was like, some, why would you say that to her? Uh, uh, you know, fuck you, did I? shit like that. <laughs> so, Shorty posted the Terry to post right. on her Facebook to show us, you know, don't, y'all not supposed to share your readings to other people. Cause oh, it, really? Yeah, because it'll fuck up really like the genuinity of things, right. um, how things really supposed to play out. Because now the nigga know that you, Really know that he ain't gonna never do this shit right. for real, and so he can't spin you like he really want to. Mm-hmm. And now he's gonna react, and that's yeah. exactly what he did. Right. That's funny as hell. Uh, you stupid bitch. Right. They probably married now though. For sure. <laughs> uh, Turk. What's up? We have seasons that we uh go on uh every twenty episodes, and the season that we're on right now is season four, listening to understand. Uh, so I got a few questions for you for us all to talk about that pretty much touch on that theme. The first one is um, we're talking about relationships. We're talking about communication. So I thought that it would be good to re-harp what we kind of talked about last episode. But with you, we were talking about like a key takeaway from the Cat Williams interview was people being illiterate and how you basically being illiterate, illiterate lacking education and knowledge uh, has makes you more susceptible to being pushed over, taken advantage of, right? Mm. And so I wanted to talk about how being illiterate or lacking um, emotional intelligence can really hinder you to be able to have fulfilling relationships with other people. So just y- y'all using y'all experiences as men, do you think that you're like really fluent in the way that you communicate your thoughts and views to other people? Or do you have difficulties of really saying exactly how you feel? Not, yeah, I think every man has a, a problem expressing how you feel in every situation. 
I can I feel like I've expressed myself in, in certain ways and it's gone, you know, misunderstood a few times for sure. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've gotten better over the years of trying to like because you got to be pretty much vulnerable to, to open up in that type of way. You know what I'm saying? So in trying to do that, like I feel like I've I've done it a lot better than I've done in recent years for sure, though. But that shit ain't easy, man. It ain't easy to 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 have you know share your deep dark secrets with somebody and expect them to you know help you through it and and keep it a secret in a sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Since I'm already like such an introverted, closed off person, once you make it in, I can be vulnerable with you. Mm-hmm. So it's like. It's, it's nothing for, for me to, like, express myself or say exactly how I feel about something. Because mm-hmm. I keep people out so much that if you in, I feel like I owe that to you. Mm. Okay. Do you think that you can have... I was, I'm going to use a romantic relationship as an example. Do you think that you can have a long-lasting, uh, meaningful relationship with another woman if you're not vulnerable with her and not transparent about exactly how you feel about their, your relationship and her? No, I think you have to be vulnerable and be able to open up with somebody. You gotta, she gotta be your piece, yo. Your partner has to be your piece. If you can't share that information with the person you're sleeping with every night, you ain't gonna be able to share it with nobody. Then it's gonna become a problem anyway. So okay, I'm gonna think you're weird if you can give me head, but you can't be transparent. <laughs> so you can put my whole dick in your mouth, but yeah. we can't have an honest conversation, right. yeah. bro. Yeah. You weird as hell. Yeah. Okay. Add, adding more to the illiterate part. What if you're a guy that really have a fifth grade reading level and you're 36 in a relationship with another 36 year old who does not have a fifth grade reading level. And you're trying to explain to her why she got you fucked up. <laughs> you dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> All you can say is you, man, you got me fucked up. bitch. Why you do that shit to me? Right. What did I do to yeah, you? Yeah. And you, you know what you did. You know what you did. <laughs> wait, wait, really? Can you explain what did I do that made you upset? And why was it so disrespectful? <laughs> I don't think that's illiterate, though. Yeah, I think that's just emotional. Right. Man. Some niggas just emotional, and they just can't sit down and, and, like he said, be vulnerable in that way. They just lash out, like, because that's just what they do. You know what I'm saying? Because they're emotional beings and shit. You got to actually have some some level of maturity to be able to sit down and have that conversation with somebody. See, the reason why it can be illiterate, like every case is not going to be illiterate, but the mm-hmm. reason why it can be illiterate is because the nigga really just don't have a vocabulary mm-hmm. to express exactly okay. how they feel. You don't know words, so you right. can't really say the words if you don't know what words <laughs> is really like, yeah, bitch, uh, uh, I might be schizophrenic. Like, <laughs> you feel me? You don't, you don't know the words for real. You know I'm parametric. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I feel you. <laughs> I, I, when you say that, I feel like you were talking about like emotionally illiteracy. It's you know both. Yeah, it's both. I feel like I kind of grew up in that way. You know what I'm saying? It's not until I was like, you know, close to my 30s when I really start having empathy for mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and feeling people, other people's feelings and shit. Yeah. But before then, it's like what you said in my relationships, like, bitch, you wrong. I'm right yeah. all the time. Like, yeah. we, no matter what you say, I'm not even listening to you. I'm going to interrupt you, da 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 But it's not until I got a little older to understand, like, nigga, you can't move like that. Like, how yeah. you expect to be in a relationship with somebody if you can't even really communicate with them pro- properly? You know yeah. Yeah, because how I handle triggers from my last relationship to the next thing that I dealt with is night and day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all ain't never had friends night come and to y'all and be like, hey, man, tell y'all about their situation with their little 
shorty, and then you see like, damn, low key nigga, you the one that's wrong, and this is how you wrong if you actually, cause maybe she used some words that the nigga really just don't know the meaning mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just trying to figure it out his on his own. He come to you and say, so y'all have uh, been in that type of situation, like, damn, nigga, you wrong. I got friends now that come to me, you know. The, about relationship shit and I tell them all the time when they mm-hmm. room because some dudes aren't used to living with a woman you know what I'm saying a couple yeah. of my homeboys this is their first time actually living with a woman first year two years and it's like nigga it's gotta be give and take so when you tell me something I'm gonna tell you why she feel this way you know what I'm saying more mm-hmm. than likely that happens a lot though yeah that's like the only game I do give like when young niggas say they finna live with they, they girlfriend that's really the only time I like give advice on mm-hmm. relationships. Normally, I don't. Yeah, that's your relationship. You got to figure that out. Yeah, damn. Your girl help, got to be, be the one that, in the way, though. Yeah, you can. I, I, I could, right. but I choose not to. Right. <laughs> that ain't that ain't my relationship. Right. And I and you never truly know the whole story. story. Yeah. So it's like deal with what you want to deal with. You can ask me some man shit. You you know what I'm saying? What you can do in certain situations, but I don't. I'm good, bro. Yeah. Your girl got to be the one to tell you you don't understand what she's talking about because you got to be the one to be receptive to that type of criticism in a in a relationship. Nah, that's just how I feel. I th- I think we gotta like because you don't gotta tell a person. You don't even really gotta know the intricacies of like exactly what a person got going on with somebody else, but you can know if a, if a young dude came to you and say, hey, I'm finna move in with my shorty and they both 18. Like, you know that the likelihood of a, of 18 year olds moving in with each other is not the best for that relationship to flourish. At it all. actually might get worse because that's what tends to happen when you move in with somebody. Oh, uh, that's what happened to all the, the uh, every, every single last one of the little homies that like, Cause they, I normally come across them in the studio when I used to record mu- when I used to record music, and that's yeah. what we'll talk about. Every single last one of them ended or uh, broke up their relationship or whatever, and now yeah. they the angry niggas on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. This bitch on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Right. <laughs> it was a nigga on my. It was a forty year old on my Facebook at seven in the morning on Sunday, mm. complaining about women. I hate those niggas, man. I'm like, you 40. Those, uh, those <laughs> on women, Sunday. Women hating man. Po- that's, that's a lot of podcasts. Yeah. He man, woman hater yeah. club. Yeah. I hate that shit. Somebody should name a podcast after that. The He Man's Woman Haters Club <laughs> off of, uh, off of Little Rascals. That's what's hot right now, though. Everybody's trying to man versus woman type of shit. Yeah. That shit lame, bro. I hate it with yeah. a passion. I hate it with We a need passion. each other. Only, only black women deserve good things, though. <laughs> I hate the uh, relationship podcast too. Yeah, those, I think they all got a short life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't think none of that shit gonna be around in five years. Because it's more just being human and just relationships. That's, That's like fine. the being the rapper of the podcast. It's relationship based stuff. Mm-hmm. Them the rappers <laughs> of the podcast game. <laughs> okay, y'all gonna be here for for a couple summers, but it's it's only so long you can say each other not shit, and it's only so many ways you can flip that before ain't nobody trying to hear that shit no more. Mm-hmm. Now you got to go to Zeus TV and fight people to be stay right. <laughs> I was doing an interview uh, Friday and told him I had a podcast. He said, what's it about? Tell him what it's about. He said, oh, so it's like, you ever heard of 19 Keys? 
I was like, yeah, but it ain't like that. Yeah. We, yeah, he said, he said, yeah, I love high level conversations. I was like, oh, oh God. <laughs> does, does, does he call people king? Oh, man, I hate that nah. nigga too, okay. man. He called me sister. <laughs> hmm? he called I used me to sister. fuck with 19 keys. Man. But all that shit is repetitive, man. They yeah. all be saying the same shit over and over. The nigga was hotboxing in a sauna to do an episode. <laughs> like, that shit pissed me off. Why? <laughs> because I, cause like it's like us coming to do a Halloween episode in costume. Okay. Cool. But because saunas and like they're really about spirituality and getting to your higher self, and a part of that is through meditation, and saunas is a great way to be within yourself and just meditate and concentrate. Right. So I could see why they would do it, but that's just too fucking much. You ain't got to get your content off to go be in a hot ass room with mic cores and shit <laughs> and get in a, in a sauna. Like that's just too much. Okay. <laughs> but I wanted to ask y'all about like, um, uh, the conversations that we have on this podcast would you would you uh define them as high level to a certain type of audience okay <laughs> Turk <laughs> to a certain type of person yeah it depends on the topic I mean, especially like I said I, I listen to y'all shit all the time and this nigga be dropping some jewels uh, mo- most of the time you definitely be saying some shit I like his quotes a lot though oh, thank but you yeah y'all be saying some shit for sure but I feel like if you can listen to an episode and feel like you came away with something and you learned something, that's pretty much it's, it's high level to me. You know what I'm saying? So definitely. Okay. Yeah, ain't ain't no toilet content, but some some niggas just not gonna pick up what we putting down, uh-huh. especially when we get on the topic of reciprocity. Recipro- yeah, so y'all get what process- I'm trying to say. I ain't gonna try to do it, but I get you. <laughs> uh, Once the, we get on that topic, is no. Why the fuck would I give my woman something? <laughs> Reciprocating things. There we go. Yeah, process- I something like that. That word like fucked that. me up. Yeah. Uh, long story short, I got last one last question to harp on that listening to understand thing. Uh, Turk, what are some myths about you that you would like to debunk? What's some things that you've heard about yourself that you just feel like it's just not true? And give some context behind. it um, I don't know. I hear shit about me all the time. Not simple shit like, oh, this nigga got four kids. Like, not lies. But like, <laughs> like no some kid. people probably think that you are just too much of an empath. I I do after this episode. <laughs> people think that I'm extremely friendly, you know what I'm saying? And I really don't like humans at all. I don't, I'm not like around people a lot, you know what I'm saying? So... People think I'm just like this social butterfly and shit that I be all around talking to people and shit like that. But in real life, I just be chilling. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Do you think it's because you do podcasts? Yeah. I mean, and I like to talk shit too. It's just mainly for the podcast. I guess people think I be out and about just, you know. The same person. Talking to everybody. But I, I really don't, man. I'll be at the crib like most of the time. If I'm not at work, I'm pretty much at home. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I be counting the words I say like whenever I be at home. Some days I don't make it past 37. <laughs> like spoken words, bro. Like I don't talk in real life, bro. Me neither. Like that's the only time I talk is when I'm at when I'm at home, it's like I'm on the laptop doing research, you know what I'm saying, trying to figure out the next thing. Essentially, but I'm not really talking to people. I, I'm a bad texture. I might not text you back for five hours, you know what I'm saying? When is your birthday? June 25th. I'm a cancer. Oh, okay. Mm. And <laughs> what that means. I ain't, hey, <laughs> hey, man, you know. Hey. I love all guys' children, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love all guys' children. What's wrong with cancers? No, I fuck with cancers, but right. y'all, y'all, 
Y'all can be very emotionally driven. I would say. I'm not emotional though. The response, the responses that we get, like sometimes it'd be far too left on why did that response come out of you? <laughs> <laughs> I would, I'm just, just to get like real direct, like, um, you finna shade one of your exes, ain't you? No, no, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> no, uh, like. Lee, would you say you do you raise your voice often or not at all? Okay, you real chill. Yeah, I'm a super, extremely chill. Yeah. Okay, and so uh, are you uncomfortable around people that are that raise their voice a lot or extremely uncomfortable? Calm that ass down, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's always whatever is opposite from you, y'all dislike that shit, and it's like kind of like a little d- difficult for you to understand. Well, it's very simple. They just, they're not, they're not you. They're not like you. You might be right. Cause I don't like a lot of shit, man. A lot of <laughs> shit I don't agree with. I just hate it, man. Like for real. I can't be around certain people when they do certain shit because it just throws me off to mm. the to the point where it's like, man, this nigga gonna hurt my fucking nerves. So I, I agree with you. I can, I can see that for myself for sure. Can you be around somebody smoking crack? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> no. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> and this wanna... nigga that be dropping jewels? <laughs> 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 okay. You had, he had a quote on Facebook that I saw that had me thinking it was something about. Uh, I be spitting, man. Hey. I be spitting. Don't, don't let something. And those be off top. About I don't, God. Don't it was be... something about God. Yeah. No, I can't think of it right now. It was. It wasn't Let me go God, ahead and though. bring it up. No, I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain it was that one. But they be off top, though. They don't be no copy right. and paste shit. I, I, I got a whole journal. Yeah, it was just, about God, what, what God has planned for you. Don't let your something. Because God is that nigga. Confused for what, what God has. Bring it up, Jonesy. Like, Let's okay, Jonesy. It's, it's, it's real <laughs> short, because you know I don't post a lot of shit. Did shit Jonesy post, and I be like, eh. Like, yeah. I'm just kidding. Matter of fact, I think you even like this. Right. Let's go see. I ain't like it. Shit no, you didn't. God. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> didn't. You definitely didn't. Maybe you shared it, man. Right. Let's go see. Yeah, you ain't fucking with it. Yeah, nah. You ain't fuck with it. <laughs> but I said, don't confuse what God wanted you to go through with what you decided to deal with. Exactly. I'm like, I like. Tell that me quote. that ain't something you'll hear me say on this pod. I like that. You don't bring though. God in anything on this podcast. <laughs> you absolutely so I would right. Not I hear don't. You say, no. Where did that come from? You don't never talk about God. I mean, shit, <laughs> niggas just be up thinking, bro. You know what I'm saying? Plus, uh, I don't. I don't really like talking about God because people automatically associate it with Christianity, and it's like, nah, we serve two different guys, bro. Uh, my okay. my God, curse, fight, and drink beer. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, bro. Yeah. It's different over here. Yeah. If I believe in God, it definitely don't condone slavery. Right. It's it coming back for that one. That is insane. <laughs> well, uh, you know, as we close out this episode, Turk, you was talking about the pod some before we started. Um, on the run that back. What would you actually saying about the pod? What's some questions you had? I ain't really had no questions. I just like what y'all got going on, man. I just like the all the content. I really like y'all videos and shit too, man. Like the picture on the back. Be looking really dope and shit. You sure you don't got no questions? You could help the, you know, you could help somebody out with some, you know, some listeners who probably got their own questions. Because I don't don't like giving out game and shit about creating media. Like, I I hate it. Like, you got to pay me for a consultation. So, (laughs) the question, oh, y'all talking about like, as far as like, the questions I have is like, y'all promotion. Like, what do y'all do to promote y'all podcast? What what kind of ideas you've gotten from somebody that told you this is the right thing to do? Like, 
How did you come up with the whole concept of the podcast? Whose idea was it? Like, how did y'all come together? How do y'all know each other and all that shit? That's all right, so, essentially the questions that I have for y'all. Yeah, man. So me and T, man, we came up on the west side of Chicago back when we used to bang Be the honest, vice lord. Bro. Get, we okay, got, okay, we two okay. hours in this moment. Come on, man. <laughs> no, I was. I had just put out my first movie. The 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 Mecca is on YouTube everywhere. Official soundtrack and uh, merch store everywhere. Um, I put that out and shit. I wanted to do a press run, kinda. And then I like listening to her podcast. I came on in October, but I started listening to her shit in June. I don't even know why I clicked on it, but I did. And I was like, shit, this shit jiggy as hell. I finna go get on that bitch. And then I got on that bitch, which is the podcast, not her. And then, you know, I got on the podcast and then shit, it just grew from there. Because, right. you know, niggas will flip that. Yeah. You called her a bitch. Like, nah. <laughs> so it was just you, you were the, you were the only yeah, one. Yeah, this that. is her show. Yeah. Right. yeah. But you started by yourself. <laughs> you ain't so, been here long enough. Yeah. <laughs> so the first 14 episodes of this podcast is with my uh college best friend Lizzie. She me and her uh fell out from the podcast and that's why she was no longer on the pod anymore. She had, she said that she needed to leave. Um uh, without she cold called me and said she needed to leave. And so we had to record the next day. Long story short. Uh and so we we've uh we've uh, re- rec- uh reconciled since then but when she left the pod, the pole pod, I started it just because I was going through my transition into adulthood. So this, we are one year into uh, potting. Um, our birthday is in uh, August. I think I, that was the date of the month I found. But uh, long story short, I was going through my transition into adulthood. Uh, I've always been this conversationalist, this person. I really get people thinking. I think my purpose in life is to help other people find their purpose. I learned that in college. I think that is my true purpose here. Um, and so I wanted to create a meaningful podcast because I was watching the Joe Putin podcast. That was the, the pod I was watching. And I found a liking to how they was running things. And so when they split up and Rory Maul became their own thing, I was watching the Rory Maul pod. I wasn't watching no Joe Budden anymore because I'm I'm big on loyalty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yo. Okay. So long story short, uh, my friends were a huge a reason for why I came out of my transition into adulthood uh, sane. Uh, copacetic because I was going through a lot just figuring out like damn I'm fucked up from my childhood and I didn't realize that shit until I had to be on my own and be alone in my thoughts so my friends was a huge reason for all of those things and they didn't know that so I said I wanted to start a podcast I come from an entrepreneur background I started my first business already so I started a podcast with my best friend in mind she was my co-host we was doing really well she had to leave so I had to figure out what is club culture without people being um, connected to who's on the pod instead of what the pod's messages are. Because I also, like, I, I think our conversations helps people find their purposes. We get you to have to reflect. So yep. that, that's pretty much why I started the podcast. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm, I'm not on every episode either. Like, she'll do one-on-ones with people that'll bring out a different conversation, too. Yeah. So, so that'll still, like... It'll still push the message even without who's sitting next to her. Yeah. I don't want anybody to get connected to who's on the pod is what are we talking about on the pod? Because if Jonesy's not here for an episode and I bring just Turk here and this is Turk's first episode, you get to hear the conversations and not get uh, built. You don't build relationships with the people. And so if that nigga ever was to never come back, the converse, the, uh, the conversation is what's bringing you here instead of the people. Gotcha. Now you might have your favorites like, oh, bring Nova back. 
We will one episode, but not not every episode. So we got squad episodes and we got just uh guest episodes. And so you've done your first episode on the podcast, so now you're pretty much a part of the family. So if I ever wanted I to do a squad that. episode, I'll call you up and say, "Hey, we finna do this episode. This the notes list. You think you want to sh- show up for this one? And you could just come on whenever you want. So you are now like a reoccurring guest on the pod. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, we need to have a family reunion. Like we should have a private event. Okay. Name it, a, name it the family reunion, and we invite all our old guests back. See, my, I was going to do our first live show, and everybody is in the audience is anyone that's been on the podcast. That too. Yeah. We, we could do that too. But you know, the family re- reunion could be the after party where all the shenanigans go go down. Black people love free food. Don't actually want to come to the event. They just want the free food. Yeah. <laughs> but I heard heard you say one one of your episodes how you uh, – Went out to Cali or something, and you was doing a pitch for your oh, podcast. Atlanta. That was Atlanta. Like, Fuck at, Daniel. At what at what point did you start yeah, taking the podcast serious to that level? Like I know when you first started, you didn't want to get it to that level, or no, did, were you? Oh, from, from jump. I, it, I took a year before I started the podcast just to conceptualize it. Okay, I come from our. Uh, I come from the business of uh, entertainment. Like I, I majored in graphic design, and I did that specifically because I was in a music group and I knew that if I was a graphic designer, I can cut out the middleman between cover arts, photo shoots, all of that shit. I'm going to do it all so that we ain't got to pay that money on it. So I just come from that mindset of like, how can I capitalize off of this without putting as much into it? Because we don't, we all come from nothing. So it was a little hard for us to just build something, have a bunch of capital to start off. You yep. feel me? So I come from that already and the podcast, I saw that potting was becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. It was cool. I think I'm pretty cool with talking to people. Mm-hmm. And I said, how can I turn this into a business? So I took a year to figure it out first, made the logo first. All of this just came from mm, my little dope. brain just thinking about it first for a year before starting it. Yeah, that's dope. Salute to y'all, man. That's that's dope. Yeah, you, you honestly shouldn't start shit if you ain't finna scale it up to be as big as possible, bro. Yeah. I, I, I hate when I come across people and they just started their podcast and they're like, well, this is my little podcast and I don't really take it that serious, but I want to come on yours. Man, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <Right. laughs> what the fuck is we talking about? These niggas right. will tell you that Jay I brought this nigga over just to teach him exactly how I make the clips. Jay and Jonesy came when we was, well, like 20 episodes in, and I had to teach them exactly my way mm-hmm. instead of just letting them just come and just do how they want to do it because yeah, there's a certain up. look. It's a brand. <laughs> you have to stick to your brand. Definitely. You feel me? These these green, black, gray, and white colors was chose for a particular reason. Merch, every, merch out now. Get it. <laughs> okay. But yeah, if, <laughs> if, if she would have trusted me to do the clips off of my computer knowledge, yeah, yeah we fucked up. would have been completely we different. We fucked up. <laughs> right. Completely different. Night yeah. and day. Right. Yeah. Y'all's shit is definitely, you know, it stands out for sure. Because I, I, if I see a clip, I know when it's y'all's, you know what I'm saying, without seeing yeah. the logo for sure. And, and that's the purpose of yeah. it. People will be able to walk away and go, you could go speak about club coach to somebody else and you damn near can say, yeah, man, they 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 use yellow and black captions for their <laughs> clips. I don't know. Like, we, everything right. is the same for a reason. Right. Yeah. Do y'all have a method to building the audience or did y'all feel like y'all had a little audience before y'all started off and it just started growing? Oh, no, no. We... 
the first episode was our biggest episode for a while because made a post. Me and Lizzie started a podcast. Mm-hmm. Everybody <laughs> tuned right. into the first one, and then everybody was was just gone. It was like thirty That's to fifty people, mm. and just had to just keep hustling and building it up. Our first viral clip was when she pretty much left the pod. She has said something about Glorilla and Ice Spice. It went up on TikTok and that's when I knew like, oh, okay. We got something. I'm not into clickbaity shit. We don't do none of that clickbait shit here. So if something goes viral, it was genuine. Like right. the niggas was just rocking with it. Now I do have a method to my madness on the clips that I do choose to post, but mm. it's not to be uh it's not to go viral or be clickbaity. It's really, I think this right here is what I think people like. I think I'm really good with social media. <clears throat> and we just we just follow up what works and we'll try new things, but we really stick to what has been working for us. And I think that's 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 really what's helping us out. Okay, that's dope. And I'm just a message for the streets. You know what I'm saying? Those in-between guys who, like, you know, don't really know themselves, who have yeah. identity crisis and shit because it's like you man you know how gary niggas are, are perceived and shit right. we all rough and thugs and want to shoot yeah. up everything now up. don't get me wrong you will get your ass beat if you cross me a hundred percent like you <laughs> will get beat the fuck up but that's not what we lead with we don't i don't leave with that tough guy aggressive shit it's really like you can be yourself yeah, so if you want to be a soft man cool just make sure you got morals ethicals morals ethics and principles in place that don't make you a fuck nigga and then you can go be whatever you want to be. But you will get your ass beat if you think <laughs> shit sweet over here. Like, don't do not do that. Don't ever right. do that. I've been told that we are a model pot for people that have started or about to start. So I like Aww. to answer any of these questions. I only like to answer them on the podcast. Yeah, I'm not going to other yeah. people's shit. Because niggas be trying to DM and want to talk on the side and shit. Right. But they don't support the pod. They yeah. don't do all that other shit. I ain't going yeah. to give them no gems and you don't fuck with the pod. Yeah. Or I'm not talking about it on the pod. Yeah. Fuck you and your mama. Oh, okay. <laughs> Both of okay. y'all. She what is, what is your goals with potting, uh, Turk? Uh, I'm trying to, this year, like I had a New Year's resolution. We probably should have touched on that. Do y'all have New Year's resolutions? Oh, we, we care about yours. We already said <laughs> yeah. ours. We care about yours. I want to get to, I said 50,000 followers by the, by the end of the year. I on wanna, what? On uh, Spotify. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I want to also touch at least... I see. I put on my uh, vision board. Two point five million views on all my episodes throughout the year. Okay. So that's my goal for the pie. Like I want to make money from this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we like we do this shit for fun. Like it's therapeutic and shit. But you know it's money out there because yeah. people actually do like us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if one nigga like us, twenty niggas can like us, then a thousand niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it now. It's just. My thing is, I, I have to promote a lot better this year. I'm a horrible promoter. Mm-hmm. I'm horrible with social media. The only reason I got a social media is for the podcast. Before that, I went 12 years without a social media account. No Facebook, no Snapchat, no Instagram. I had none of that shit. The only reason we have it now is because of the podcast. And I'm learning this shit now, honestly, you know what I'm saying? But that's that's really what I want out of the podcast, man. I want, I want it to grow to a level where I'm comfortable with it, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you know Jaleesa, the social elephant? I actually just saw her like yesterday. Yeah, you gotta yeah, give, she, give, give, yeah, give her, bro. She's doing my website right now. And like, yeah. Okay. I fuck with Jaleesa. Yeah, shout shout out to her. If she's the best way, if you want me to help you with something, if, some, if she asks me to do it, because I hate helping niggas. Right. <laughs> but if Jaleesa go, hey, that's my homie, woo, 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 right. I, I look yeah, out. look out. Yeah. That's, that's love right there. Yeah, nah. I used to I used to be a freelance designer, so I would help people. Basically, what I do for myself, yeah. do for other people. 
I, I stopped doing it and I started working for basically a company now in corporate America with graphic designing. But this one of the things I do want to do is eventually grow this pod to be a network. And we hosting other shows on the on the pod. I mean on the network. Uh and I'm just teaching people my ways. So Keep doing your thing. Nah, that'll be hard. Can see you can see the hood spit somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. Come on, drop your nuts, oh, Turk. Man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, shout out to the neighborhood spit podcast. Shout out to my nigga Frankie, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tommy. Shout out to T Show. But I always hey, want to get him a shout, shout out because they couldn't be here. Shout out to my nigga West Dance. Yeah, shout out West. Shout out to D Brown too, man. Real nigga, man. Hey, shout out my nigga D Brown, man. That's why I be telling nigga he's right, a solid right, nigga. Right, for real, he a real nigga, man. That's so, another person. <laughs> if 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 you want to get something through to me, you want to talk to me, hit Brown or Jaleesa. Right. I don't talk to the people. But now I like how Gary got you know a, a small community in a way that everybody's helping each other in some type of way. Like I said, I'm I trying. went to so they crib yesterday, and it was five people over there getting ready to set up for the. The youth league. I'm like, that shit's beautiful to see, man. Oh, they were. Yeah, everybody's coming together just to, you know, help this thing come to life. I mean, it was dope as hell last year, but, you know, they're getting ready for the next season. You said this was yesterday? My bad. I ain't mean to. <laughs> AAC had a meeting yesterday. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it was a meeting. Okay, guys. I know that what they was working on, it mm. was, you know what I'm saying? So shout out oh, to them too, man. Turk dropped nigga. a dime on y'all. I'm sure you should have never, never told, told, told me that. Okay. Bad, Granted, I couldn't make it. But I still like to complain, so I'm going to. Right. Okay. Turk, we like to drop gems on the pot. You said Jonesy be dropping shit. I don't agree. The nigga's stupid. But That's crazy. <laughs> you got some gems you gems you like to drop on the podcast? No, I don't really. I don't feel like I'll be dropping gems. I'll just be speaking my mind. If you think it's a gem, it's a gem. But, you know, I ain't really had nothing, like, crazy to say, like a, a crazy quote. Is that what y'all looking for? No, it's just <laughs> any piece of knowledge you you got. You know yeah, stay black. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what else to say. Sorry, white people. Sorry, I white people. I, I got a gym to drop. What's your gym, man? This one for the ladies. Okay. If that man get out the shower and he don't put lotion on first, abort mission. <laughs> he got abort put, mission. He got to put lotion on before the deodorant. He a dirty nigga. Yeah, you gotta explain it, explain that one to me later. But okay, <laughs> you, you you put your clothes on before you put lotion on. No, exactly. Oh, okay, I get it. You All a right. dirty nigga. Okay, right. <laughs> okay. One of my New Year's resolutions, though. This is you. Don't hesitate this year, man. I, I feel like I hesitated a lot with a lot of shit, man. If you got something on your mind and you want to do it, just go for it right away. Don't even waste no time. Don't second guess yourself. Just go out there and go for it. Drop your fucking nuts. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, that's the episode. If you're on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. Before we close out, yes, you said something about the gay dude dancing and shit. I just wanted to go back and say, <laughs> shout out all my gay niggas, man. You ain't finna right. get us caught up in no, shit. I, I fuck with like my that, gay you niggas. Know? I just shout out wanna, all my gay niggas. I don't want that vision in my head. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I fuck you know? with y'all, bro. I said every yeah. episode, shout out all my gay I niggas. Some gay friends, man. Shout out to y'all niggas, man. We fuck with y'all, but not like that. <laughs> Turk, thank you for coming. Uh, that is the episode. If you're on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. And if you're on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in and make sure you leave us so rain. Peace. Just watch the damn podcast.